Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure. Run fast on Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Comedy Hits. Channel 99. show back for our first day of 2015 I'm still writing 2014 on my chicks 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ um, we are getting closer and closer to the big game you gotta say big game because you can't say Super Bowl because that's owned by the NFL. A hit squad will come and just knock you out. You can say big game. You could call it this Sunday's collection of black men and Tom Brady. But you cannot say Super Bowl. That belongs to the NFL. Uh, but we're all excited and we're running a big show on uh, a little special That'll run on Friday here on the show called uh, Ron and Fez Present the Funniest People on the Planet. Make the funniest predictions in the universe for football's biggest game of the year. Friday, 12 o'clock. And then it'll run throughout the weekend yeah. on other stations, including Opie Radio that night. And that's the only thing that we know right now. Yeah. But I will say this. I've seen this game go in every which direction. I see a big win. I see a close one. I see overtime. 
I see the Pats. I see the the Hawks. I see the Colts making a fucking crazy run and giving everybody chair shots. I see it all laid out in front of me. I want to see luck hit a stunner on Sherman. Now, yesterday was the media day. One person would not play nice and would not answer the questions. And he would just say, I'm only here. What was his uh, comeback? I'm only here so I don't get fined. So I don't get fined, yeah. And then he was the only person quoted. Because the people who do answer questions really don't answer them either. Like Anthony didn't ask me anything. Yeah. This could be called ask me some things. Or ask me one thing. And I'll answer whatever I want. I'll answer it as politically correct as I can. Uh, Because if you listen to Seattle... They basically acted like there's no way we could possibly win this game. Brady's too good. The offense is too good. They're throwing it out there. They don't want to fucking seem too brash. You're leaning Patriots, right? I'm leading Patriots, yes. That was over last weekend. I had, I feel like, you know, God himself touched me. I'm thinking about doing this. We got 29 comedians picking their favorite team. I may just pick whoever the majority picks. That may, <laughs> that, because I do think this is. A toying cost, one way or the other. It's either Ted's or Hale's. Why not just let the Hive pick? That's where it's, it's you're crowdsourcing. Now, that's right. Or comic sourcing. Yeah, I'm comic sourcing this thing. I'm using the Hive brain. Now, here's the interesting thing these comedians know probably as much as anyone else, which is next to nothing. Anything can literally happen. I was watching a little bit of the experts coming on today, and I'm like, the Seahawks have got this. They've got the best defense. Like, whoever is talking about it, I'm like, yeah, there's no way. That defense. And then seconds later, I'm like, Brady, he's a a generation ahead of these guys. He's smarter than all of them. He's seen it all, right? Belichick, (laughs) yeah. Whatever it takes to win, they're going to do. Do you know that they've never lost except for the Giants? So, you know, they're not playing the Giants. Yeah. So they're outside of that fucking jinx thing. They're outside of that Eli weirdness. It really is a jinx more than it is the better team won. <laughs> I mean, the fucking Giants stopped their 19-0 season. I really think that the winner of this big game, the Sunday Classic, is going to be American Sniper or Selma. They both seem to be coming on strong. <laughs> American Sniper, because it's got the buzz... And Selma for finally being a movie that taught us that Martin Luther King was a good person and not a bad person. Now, my teacher just trashed him in school. My dad used to call him the firebomb thrower. Now, my dad would actually get mad at me for saying that. <laughs> I heard you on the show the other day. I don't really appreciate you making up shit just to get a little laugh for yourself. Let me explain something to the young people. Because we have interns today, right? The interns that have started today. Tell me their names right off the bat. First, They're, first names. All right. V, John, and Antony. I like the name Antony. Like Antony Verone? Yeah. Antony. I grew up with an Antony. We always called him Antony. We never called him Anthony. Yeah. No, no Anthony for us. We always it's say Antony. It's Antony. Antony. I'm going over to Antony's house. And his brother Gino. Here's what I like to explain to you young interns. Because you act like everything is the fucking guy code generation, all right? And girl but we code. go back in this country. In the 1960s down south, where Fez is from, and this would have been Fez's lifetime, they would have 
bathrooms for black people and white people. And uh, what do you call those water things? Water fountains, right? Yeah. A water fountain for white people and black people. Okay. Do you know what that means? What? We used to have twice as many water fountains as we've had today. I want to know what happened to the other fucking water fountains. It seemed like you used to go every eight feet. Like if I were the governor of Alabama, I would say, well, let's keep the colored water fountains. But then they can also use the white water fountains. That's our way of saying I apologize. You get to use twice as many water fountains as everybody else. Yeah, and Whitey's stuck with that Unirace water fountain. They can't touch the black one. Yeah, they don't deserve to because they've fucking rode up in front of the bus where none of the cool people sit. At my school, the blacks would have said, no, we want to sit in the back. Wait, you're holding those seats for us? Because it's a smoking zone. So that's what I'm trying to say to you, ladies and gentlemen. We used to have more water fountains. Is that what someone Vote Chris us? Christie. <laughs> Vote Chris Christie as the new GM for the Cowboys. He'd do a great job. He'd do a great job whatever he's doing. I heard today Jersey streets are much cleaner than New York streets. Well, that's New York streets, they've cleared the snow, but the dead bodies are still all over the place. Did you see some people got clipped during the fucking... Blizzard? Yeah. In a fucking blizzard. You can't not think, I'll shoot you another day. You're going to shoot somebody during a blizzard? No, people thought it was a perfect fucking time to do it. And some, I think a guy in Jersey, no, in Brooklyn, excuse me, Brooklyn got busted because he robbed someplace, and then they caught him because they found his fucking footsteps. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, uh, that was fucking Batman that tracked him down there. <laughs> fucking great. No one else was out in the street. It was the only person with fucking any tracks out there. You know, I was watching Gotham the other night, and I saw my building. And I'm like, this is really embarrassing. Oh, it's fucking great. I don't know. I mean, there was, you know... You're part of the a, Gotham universe. There was somebody taking a brain out of another person. <laughs> Those people in Gotham never have a fucking picnic. No, I, f- I figured it'd be pretty tense to live in Gotham. Why would anyone just, why would everyone just leave? There's no, fucking there's, crime there's syndicates theater, everywhere. There's museums. I mean, you know, I couldn't give up the culture. You know, I couldn't give up the culture of Gotham. The culture's getting shot in the head. I'm just here not to get fine today. I got some beautiful uh, barbecue sauce uh, that Don Wicky Wickland gave to me. And this is why we want to get him in Chopped. Oh, I was watching Chopped last night. All I thought of, why isn't Don Wicklund on this show? It's called the Rockin' Barbecue Sauce. And look, the fork has rock... Like the, the devil the rock, horns. Yeah, the devil horns up in the air. That's awesome. For those about to rock, rockin' barbecue sauce. Mm. One of the ingredients, I'm reading the ingredient label, one of the ingredients. Love. That's deep. I'll take some of Don's love sauce. He only uses fresh ingredients from local farmers. None of that processed garbage. Here's what it says. Using only fresh ingredients from local farmers. Our sauce is best on chicken, ribs, hamburgers, and dipping too. Enjoy. Keep rocking. Maybe I'll bring this to the Super Bowl party. Are you going to somebody's party? Yeah, some of my buddies fucking throwing a shindig in Bushwick. Now, 
How many people are going to be there? I'd say 20 or 30. Wow, that's too big for me. I cannot be around that many people because there's going to be too many talkers. They just moved into a duplex, mm-hmm. so they uh, they have like TVs on both floors. What do you mean by duplex? I, duplex. Do. If I said duplex, do, I apologize. Dual house. I apologize. Do. So it's going to be split up between two floors, so it's going to be great. Yeah, but... Gonna, is it going to be a girl's floor and a guy's floor? Because that's so fucking eighth grade, dude. I'm kicking people out who don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm, you're going upstairs. See, or I don't even want to be that guy. I want to be relaxed all day. I don't want to start moving people around. That's why Fez has been banned from my house because of the Michael Sam situation. Fez has banned himself from watching the National Football League. Oh, well. That's his fault. And he said, if I go to your party, Ron, I'm going to be blindfolded. That's just ruining the Super Bowl for everyone, including yourself. That's why Fez is out, and I've already filled his seat. Oh. Who'd you fill it with? Um, Why would I sit around and talk about that on the air? Well, I'm just curious. Who was taking my place? They're not taking your place. They're just sitting where you would have been sitting if you didn't act like a nut over the Michael Sam thing. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. So you're 100% locked in, your Patriots? Give me the Pats. Minus one. Give it to me all day long. So you were... uh, You were actually saying... That the Pats are the underdogs here. They're minus one, the official line is, is right now. So it's still, oh, so they're favored. They're favored by one point. It's based I still, don't know why I got fucking minus confused with plus. <laughs> I thought minus, that's underdog. Minus. That's worse, right? No, yeah, um, they're, they're minus one as of right now. I doubt, I don't see it moving unless fucking Brady gets hit by a car over the weekend. Jason in Detroit, you're on the run of... Jesus Christ, don't even say that. Jason, you're on the run of Fed show. You're such a jinx and good apple. Hey, Travis. Hey, Chris, uh, I want to clarify something. That, uh, that party you're going to, is it two residencies in one, or is it one residency? It's one residency? Again, it's not a duplex, so it's called a bi-level. He is right about that. A duplex is, no, a duplex is when two families share the same house. Ah, see, I always thought a duplex is basically two apartments on top of each other, but with the staircase connecting them. No, he's right. That's bi-level. Oh, wow. I never even heard bi-level before. It's uh, it's basically what a home is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't hear it called bi-level. No one makes a big deal about having an upstairs. I fucking I find that a, a big deal for me, being from just apartment living. What's their uh, What's the rent setting them back? I think it's twenty two. That's got to be in a shit neighborhood. Wait, no, excuse me. It was twenty. It's twenty four and three bedrooms. That's a shit neighborhood. It's It's the farther east part of Bushwick. It's closer to Brownsville. I don't get it. Renovated, though. So on the I'll inside, I'll tell you this. Nice I guarantee safe. you go see his fucking bi-level duplex, and you're going to see a rope attached to a bucket being pulled up. Fucking crack going into it. You're going to drop your fucking 20s in, in the bucket. Am I in the right place? Make sure you do send the crack back down. I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. I'm putting my money in the bucket, but then put the crack in the bucket. I got a real thirst for that crack. 
Oh, the excitement when that bucket starts to be lowered down. Oh, it's actually it's happening. Yeah, there's is the crack going in the bucket? <laughs> bucket of crack. Hey, put your money in the bucket. Uh, do you know that um, that the uh, what do you call it is back on again this year? The Friday Night Takes. Yeah, I saw the first episode. Well, they've already run second episode. I'm, I'm fucking behind. I'll just tell you this. The guy from the Coats is in trouble already. Really? Yeah. I thought he would have learned his lesson from last year. You saw what he did the first episode. He grabbed the fucking <laughs> chain and started moving it around to make it work for him. Andy, Pennsylvania, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, cousin. Hey, cousin. Hey, uh, you're... you're... What? He yeah, just went... Andy. What are you fucking talking on? Like a Dixie cup and a string? I don't know. It's hard to hear you. Yeah, you're you're going in and out. What do you got, Andy? Do you think the NFL could be fixed? Well, they don't need to be fixed. They're all the same organization together. They split all the money. You're basically watching one entity. Yeah, they're, it's working. They make a shitload of money. Like every, they get me keep making more money. No matter every year. if if your fucking team sucks, you make just as much money as the championship team. It's one fucking deal. It's the perfect it's, scheme. It's one business owned by thirty two motherfuckers, thirty two billionaires, who probably make those thirty one billionaires who make their lives worse every year because they they fucking have a losing team. Only one team fucking wins. The rest of them just have, well, we got to fucking do something for next year. You would think to yourself that, but they're already rich. And whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to, they're making money off this thing, whether they do good or bad. It's like if you, when you made your bets, yeah. if you didn't have to pay it off, oh, that's wow. how it works. That makes a lot better sense. No, the lowest thing ever, right? Yeah. Is a dude who doesn't pay up. Not with them. They're like, don't pay up. We're all doing well. Ray, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, did uh, Pepper just come out? He said he wanted some of Don's love sauce. That kind of confused me. If it's up to you, Pepper, if you want to come out, this is a fucking totally respected place. Thank you for that. Fez came out. His life hasn't changed. Thank you for that, but no, I am I'm a straight man. Now, if you were like Fez and you had off for the Super Bowl, because yeah. it is a commitment. Yeah, all day. Where would you go while everyone else is watching the Super Bowl? I guess, all right, so I have to go someplace that doesn't have the Super Bowl. Disney? Yeah, place without, you have to go to a place without televisions. You would have to go to a place that, just, uh, that normally there would be a line, but today there isn't. <laughs> Maybe go to an alley somewhere. I'd go to the car wash. Okay. Just watch them. No, get my car washed. I would just, I'd stay and watch the cars get washed. Why is my fucking cigar in here like this? I don't know. I didn't put it there. These new interns are really fucking pissing me off. Interns, cigars don't go into cups. It's an A Fuente. And it's just stuck in next to the pens. I I don't know. I don't know about this new crop. It's a bad start. I'm looking forward to Sunday. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to Friday when we do that show. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to be joining Opie Radio. 
And I'm going to be filling in for Soder. And who else did the show with him today? Vic Henley. All right, thank you. You know why? Why? It takes two guys to fit that spot. I don't know. Give me both. You want but Those guys are fucking bobbing around. By the way, my buddy Big J is going to be in here pretty soon. Big J Okerson. He's on her best album on the Interrobang this year. He's on route. En route. Oh. Screw that up. Are you going to be able to smoke at this place? Yeah. Yeah, I... I the uh, bi-level party? Yeah, the bi-level party. The bi-party, I'm going to... I'll be fucking smoking. You'll be smoking cock <laughs> at the bi-party. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I got prop bets. I got fucking my actual bets. I feel real good. Fez, are you nervous about not seeing the game on Sunday? Are you freaked? I was very much freaked. That's why I have such good, good news for you. Let me guess. You're not going to pay off. No, I have paid off not watching football, college or pro. And I will be at your house for the Super Bowl on Sunday. It's very exciting news. I have talked to Michael Sam's Wait management. Michael Sam has been picked up by the NFL. Oh. Fez Watley said that he would not go and watch a game until Michael Sam... Well, let's try to guess what team he's with. I'm going to say the Chargers. The liberal Chargers. I feel the Raiders picked him up. They would never think. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like making it on the Hells Angels. If the Raiders pick him up, I'd be nervous about it. I didn't want to make a statement. I'm all in on the Raiders. All right. So Chargers against the Raiders. We think it's West Coast. Who's he playing for? Michael Sam has not been picked up by an NFL team. Then how are you watching the game? Because I wrote to uh, Michael Sam's agent, his management, his representation, emailed them and have gotten dispensation right here to start watching football again. You can read the email if you want. I wrote a lengthy email to them explaining my situation from the Ron and Fez show and the oath mean, I why, made. What do you mean the fucking Ron and Fez show? <laughs> what I said on the air about well, yeah, not watching football. Don't use the name of my fucking show for this madness. So I have uh, gotten a response from them this morning. And uh, it says, Hi, Fez. Showed your email to Michael. He thanks you for his loyalty and support. And, get this part, definitely gives his blessing on enjoying all the NFL football you would like. Happy New Year. So I'm back to watching football just in time to come to your house for the Super Bowl. Michael Sam wants me to see the Super Bowl. He always did. He never told anybody to strike. How does he? You were on a one-person strike. How does he have the? How does Michael Sam have the authority to give Fez the ability to watch the Super Bowl? That's what this was all about. No, he didn't. He never said told people not to watch Super. (laughs) All right. So what Michael Sam is saying is that he's not good enough to make the NFL. That it isn't. Uh, a matter of anti-gayness, which is what you said, why well, you said you were striking. So let's get this straight. If this was a strike, right? Fez won out, struck, didn't accomplish anything, and gave in. Oh, that's what this is. No, I did this for Michael Sam, and now what I'm doing, no, and didn't. now Michael you... Sam would like me to watch football. You did it for Fez Watley. I wasn't going to play in the NFL. Well, you're just not playing this Sunday either. 
This was you versus the NFL. You had made a stand, and now you've given in on that stand without getting anything. I'm just. I got Michael Sam's approval. He's giving you an approval like you're an 11 year old boy. That fucking thing that was written is the type of thing they write to kids with eye cancer. <laughs> Here's the deal: you had a strike, right, against yes. the NFL. You got nothing back for it, and now you've given in. If we were a union right now, I'd be saying to the other guys, we need to vote out management. They cost us something. We didn't win anything, and now we're going back in. Michael and I haven't given up hope that he's going to get put on an NFL team. I haven't given up. A starting defense. I haven't given up hope that fucking Hicks is going to be put on a fucking NFL team. But I'm willing to bet now he's wearing the same underwear three straight days. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, when I got home, I passed out. And woke up late. I do not see this as anything happened at all. First of all, to go to Michael Sam is ridiculous because it wasn't his decision. He didn't say for people not to. As a matter of fact, if you would have written this the first week that they cut him, he would have said, no, watch football. Does, did you get any practice fucking squad gear with, like, with the like If you would have said to us early on, I'm going on strike until Michael Sam's agent sends me a letter. Then I'm going to be like, okay, Fez fucking won his strike, but you didn't win anything. No, he's still not in the NFL, but I will be. I'm still supporting him. I'm just watching football again no. with his blessing. What you're doing, you always had his blessing. What you're doing. I didn't know I had it. Was is supporting the NFL. The people who cut him. That's what you're doing by watching the Super Bowl. You're hurting him. I don't know if he's hurting, because Michael Sam had nothing to do with this. This was a made-up thing in Crazy Town. You made a Crazy Town fucking strike, and <laughs> now have written, I believe, a letter to yourself saying it's okay. No, Let I got see. his management right there. I got his management. You you had to get him. I mean, the management probably just fields all these questions. They and lies showed to it to him. It's in the email. <laughs> just say that. He Fez. has seen this. By the way, I don't even see the manager's names here. There's no name. Well, that's because it comes from the agency. Yeah, an agent would have a name. By the, the way that this looks... At best, the receptionist fucking did this. <laughs> if not an intern. Um, Andrew in New Jersey, you're on the hey, Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Is Fez going to write a letter to Batman now so he can start watching movies? <laughs> I I don't fucking... Yeah. The, a, this was made up by you, Fezzy. B, the receptionist... At Empire Athletes does not get the opportunity to say, and by the way, showed your email to Michael. Right. He's seen it. Sure he did. He Empire- knows all about my oath and my campaign to help him. Empire Athletes sounds like your a sporting good story. campaign to help him. And your fucking failed oath. Um, all right. So are we putting this up so people can see that this actually happened? This is nuts. And this looks like it was typed up by you. No, I printed it out. I copied and pasted it. Uh, 
I don't believe this for a second. Yeah, it is not, right there to Fez2000 at AOL.com. There's not even a letterhead. There's no letterhead on that. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And he did the hashtag... Sit. Oh, my God. Oh, you put hashtag stand with, stand with Sam. That's his hashtag. Hello, my name is Fez Watley from Sirius XM's Ron and Fez Show. I'll fucking cease and desist you on that. I have an unusual request. When my new favorite player, Michael Sam, was drafted by the St. Louis Rams, I was overjoyed. I had even said before the draft, whichever team takes Michael, they would become my new favorite team. You, you dropped new favorite twice. The excitement of this historic event brought me to tears, as did the Rams cutting him, but obviously for a different reason. I may only be eight years old. I'm older. I wanted to give them some backstory so uh, Michael knew exactly what was Wait going on. I have kept true to my word. However, with the Super Bowl coming up, I would like to feel like I was relieved of this self-imposed obligation. If Michael would give me his okay for me to watch football again, I would greatly appreciate it. Mm -hmm. It would not change the pride I have for him as a player, human being, and role model. I feel if Michael would say it was okay for me to watch the games again, then I would be justified in giving up my oath. This is fucking ridiculously odd. If that's your oath, you can never give it up. Why couldn't you say this? Uh, I'm cracking and breaking, and my friend always has a fucking party, and I want to go to it. That means more to me than my principles. And any oath that I would say. Are we putting this up? It's up. Where? It's up right on the front page of the iBank. Sirius XM host Fez Watley asked Michael Sam oh agent my God. for permission to watch the Super Bowl. This is, bull- so this is bullshit. so fucking embarrassed. You shouldn't let him come on principle now because of the ladder. I can't. I don't have enough fucking room. Good. I know a bi party you can go to in fucking Bushwick. <laughs> you want to get by with me, Fez? Um... Not for the Super Bowl. Rob, <laughs> Rob, you're on the run of Fez show. Fez, I have a question for you. Um, do you remember when Bobby Brady wrote the letter? Bobby Brady wrote Cannot the letter? hear you. Oh, Fez, remember when Bobby Brady wrote a letter to Joe Namath <laughs> pretended he was sick and Joe Namath showed up at his house? Sure. Yeah. That might be something for you to consider. Would you go as far now as to make the next step to actually get Michael Sam uh, into your bedroom? See, here's the thing. You have to remember on that Brady thing. Joe Namath was twice the age. <laughs> this fucking... My, Fez is writing to a man half his age to ask this fucking guy if he could please watch football. So he doesn't break... He can, he's asking to break his oath. I'm sure Michael Sam gets uh, as many as seven or eight emails a day. <laughs> Why wouldn't you at least said... Could Michael be on my show and, and talk about this? That would impress us. The fact that you have an email from his receptionist, embarrassing. You got blown off, is what that you is. Did. Yeah, I didn't. They showed it to Michael, and Bullshit. Michael gave the A-OK. If you got That's email, not blown off. I'll blown off would have been no response at all. If Michael tells us on this show he respects what Fez does and gives him the A-OK, then I'm all for it. But the receptionist sending back something? No. Am I wrong? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. If a majority of people say to me, I respect what Fez has done here, 
And now it's time for him to follow the general's wishes and stand down and give back into the NFL. But if I think that you're just doing this for some guac, <laughs> no. I do that's love guac, but that's not it. You're doing it for the guac. It was always about the guac. Fez, anything for a fucking bean dip Watley? This is embarrassing. Fez Guacley. All right, now here's the weird thing. When did you send this? I sent it on Monday. Hmm. Let me. S- this is not the original email. Let me see it on your computer. Oh. All right, I don't have a computer in here anymore. You can swap out. With you me can if you swap like. out. Because convenience, I'm not fucking believing this. Uh, Psycho Bob, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, Ronnie, I was wondering if the signature on the email was from Amelia Earhart. I am not believing this. It's you can print out an email from your email. Yeah, like there's the print function. But this is just copied and pasted into just a Word document and printed out. I do, yeah. I am not falling for this shit. Like I could, I could take this and say, "Fucking President Obama says Chris Stanley <laughs> can do whatever the fuck he wants, and we'll never get arrested. Nothing bad will ever happen." Give that to Don. <laughs> Don't believe it, Brandon. You're on the run of Fez show. Hey, I didn't realize it was a boycott, not a bet. And if it was a boycott, why was why would why was Fez going to watch the commercial too? Isn't that, isn't that what the NFL wants? <laughs> <laughs> None of this makes any goddamn sense. I feel nuts. I'll talk to somebody that cares. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Oh, hell yeah. I want to congratulate Fezzy Marie Watley on his victory against the NFL. Dropping him on the second time. Fezzy, congratulations. <laughs> Uh, this is the real st- This fucking Stone Cold is, is, is as much as you and Michael Sam know each other. Um, Charlie, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Ronnie B, because Fez hasn't watched the season, I think he should do the draft. I think he should go preseason. And next year, he is most welcome in your home, but you can't let him in. You can't, you got to let him learn his lesson. This is how you spoil I should at least teach him about principles. And maybe I'll let him sit on the fire escape <laughs> and look in. Okay, with the window closed, right? Like Yeah, and in the uh and in the fourth quarter I'll give him a cup, not a bowl of hot chili. I think that's even too much. Like a pint right. last worth? People are writing the app Michael Sam. Mike, answer me this. Did give you give your blessing for Fez to watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> Ron, you now have to uninvite Fez to the party. Why? Because you're lying to get to the party. Fez can't be this fucking crazy. crazy. <laughs> and then Fez should write a letter every week. Hashtag letters for Fez. Here's a, Queen Elizabeth said... Hashtag letters from Fez. Please enclose the payment. We're going to shut off your electric. Again, signed Con Ed. What a dumb mutt. Uh, Tim. Tim, you're on the Run of Fez show. 
Yeah, I'm calling bullshit on this. Michael Sands has no clue who Fez Watley is. And he doesn't even, for your sake, Ron, he doesn't know who Ron and Fez is. That's probably a good thing. Uh, I hated that. Yeah, I hated that you used the name Ron and Fez there. Um, Tony, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, how's it going, guys? Long time no hear. Hey, uh, uh, Ron, you know, you are a living legend, future radio hall of famer. I've uh, been married for 16 years. I was wondering if I emailed you, could you give me a letter, special letter so I can fuck around on my wife? Oh, yeah, no problem. Thanks, Jack. Oh, you know, do what Fez does and just write it up yourself. <laughs> Uh, Frank, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. Was that email signed by Ron Epstein's mother? <laughs> Ron Epstein's mother. Um, this says, Ron and Fez, this is some David Brent level secondhand embarrassment. Good news, my three year old just finger painted the okay for me to watch R rated movie. <laughs> this is a new high watermark for crazy. Um, hey, Ron and Fez, do you think Fez can get Michael Sam to say cookie? I'm embarrassed for you, Fez. I only had one request from Michael Sam. And that was to watch the NFL so I could go to Ronnie's house for the uh, Super Bowl. I I could, I'll, I will tell you this. You will be more than invited to my house for Super Bowl. We'll sit there, we'll drink, we'll eat. All you have to say to me is... Your word is nothing, and you give two. F- you could give a shit about gay rights. As soon as I do you give a shit about gay rights, that's you're why not I did coming. this in the first place. Then you're not coming Guess until you fucking until you prove and say the truth that you you struck against the NFL, which by the way none of us cared about. <laughs> we didn't say, "Oh, Fez, you shouldn't do this or you should do this." We didn't care. I'm just saying you made an oath. You didn't stick to it. You're using this bullshit excuse. Just tell me you're a bullshitter. You care more about going to a party than you do gay rights. And I'll say, come on in, Fez. Come on into hell. We would love to have you. Come on. Fucking drop the ruse, which is what this is. This is not a ruse. This is from Michael Sands' representation. This is true right here. Fez doesn't care about the Super Bowl. He just doesn't want to break his routine of watching it at Ron's house. True. Yes, it's called tradition. Anyone Uh, would be like that. Ron, the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny and Santa all wrote to me last night. I'm allowed to watch the Super Bowl now. (laughs) I think there's a big difference between fictional characters and the actual living person, Michael Sam. You're the fucking fictional character, dude. That's what we're saying. His agent at Empire Records is a fucking fictional character. It's Empire Athletes. Jim um, at Sports Authority says I can fucking watch the game. It's Dean, not a sporting run? goods store. Hey, Ron, I don't think Fez even included the reason why he wanted to be able to watch the game. Yeah, why is it that you want to watch the game? Why is the game... So important to you. I do want to go to your house and watch it with you. It is tradition, like I just said. Why didn't you take that into account when you made this oath? I really thought he was going to be on an NFL team right away. The day that the Cowboys cut him. So what you're saying is you didn't expect to pay off your (laughs) oath. You thought that you would make just this fucking silly little thing. Right? That wouldn't mean anything. And by the way, the Cowboys cut him off the practice team. He wasn't in the NFL 
ever. He never played a snap in a game. He never played a snap. Yeah. <laughs> he played in preseason. That's not being part of the NFL. Why well, I just play in the preseason, they get fucking chucked. It happens. Michael Sam is one of those dudes. One of many who we've never heard of before. And then you come up with this crazy bullshit email? See, here's the thing. You thought you were going to say that you were going to take on hardship, but not having to do it. When you found out that there was actually hardship to what you brought up, <laughs> uh, you said, no, I want out. And you went up to a man and now made him responsible, Michael Sam, when he had nothing to fucking do with this. It's embarrassing. It wasn't, it wasn't his If he had oath. said no, I would have kept up with Why it. Why would he say no? All he wants to do is playing the NFL. He doesn't hate it. I want to see you him do. there, too. We're of a like mind on that. And neither one of you is good enough to fucking pull off what you set out to do. He wasn't good enough to make the NFL, and you weren't good enough to stand up to your own oath. That's all. When it became difficult for you, when there finally was a spot, because let's remember this, Fez gave up the NFL. He really only watched his team anyway. And his team went 2-14 and fucking 14 this year. He didn't give up anything but two wins. Yeah, you didn't miss shit, Fez. Um, Chris, North Carolina, you're on the Run Fez show. Uh, yeah, what's up, Ron? Wait a hey, minute. Uh, can we get Fizz to write uh, Christopher Nolan and uh, see if it's all right for him to watch movies again? <laughs> it's, it's actually true. This is something that got sent to us, Chris, and I want you to think about it. Okay. Why would an agent say Happy New Year on day 28 of the month? Oh, shit. It's a brand new year. No, everyone drops that. I don't know. It's the end of January. It's not Happy New Year anymore. Michael Sam, do you realize that you gave a man four times your age permission to fart on another man's couch? (laughs) That's just rude. I don't want people bothering Michael Sam with this. This says, Chris, can I get permission to do drugs, drink like a fish, and do a shitty job at my work? You have permission, sir. Then I am the young you. Oh, come on. All right. Uh, Fez doesn't want anybody to bother um, at Michael Sam. Not with fart jokes. Um, Fez's letter sounds like something Casey Kasem would read on a long-distance dedication. This comes to us from a little old lady who made an oath that she couldn't fucking deal with. Um, Brent, you're on the Run of Fest show. Brent. Hey, I need to talk to Fest for a second. I'm right here. <laughs> hey, Fest, when you, when you were in the nut hut, was your best friend Ray Finkel? No. No, Lace is out. Uh, Shelby, can you take your thumb off of Hard Rock Johnny? I gotta keep that line open. Shelby. Take your thumb off of line 12. Thanks. Hey, Johnny. Boys. Hey. I I love the ingenuity. Whether it's real or not is debatable, but I think, you know. It's not even debatable. This is not real. It's real. The fucking Happy New Year guy got you. That doesn't make sense. Maybe he's a fan of the show and he was a little confused because, you know, you start off with the first show of the year when you start nowadays. 
Um, <laughs> this one just said, hey, Fez, Tom Brady just tweeted that he's going to throw a touchdown, especially for you, little guy. <laughs> Let's see Fez's letter from a Nigerian prince. Are the Patriots even in this? I have no idea. I haven't been paying attention all season. Uh, that's a nice fucking funny joke. That, keeps, that, that means you're definitely not coming to my house. All right, Johnny. Talk to you later, buddy. Later, boys. How does he not know that? I don't know. We had that wanted to keep that line open. He should have. We talked about it this morning. And then what do you say? Fuck it. Wait, let me go over here and see this fucking email. Now we're gonna get to the nitty gritty. We're gonna get to the bottom of this thing because this stinks to high heaven. This is not the email. Where is it, Fez? Fez. There. Say, Happy New Year. Okay. Chris? Yeah. Um, look at the original message, right? Okay, I'm looking at it. And read me the date. Date. Sunday, January 18th, 2015, 8.07 a.m. And read me the date back from Michael Sam's people. That... Is January 20th. What's today's date? The 28th. Why would this be sitting around for this long? Because I wasn't sure about it. I wanted to make sure I had all my ducks in a row. Now, I want you, what the Chris, because I tried to check against you and you couldn't pull it off. But go to the iBang instead of fucking lying and seeing what the dates are on there. Those are today's. That's today's date on on there right now. Why did you read me off the other date? I I got confused. Uh, Matt, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, what kind of sports agency uses a Hotmail account? It's true. This thing is bullshit. Brady, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, fans, I think you should tell the guys to screw themselves, you know? Just give them a little break here. A little break, man. What's that? Which guys? Us? Yeah. All right, go ahead and tell us that, Fez. No, I don't want to tell you that. I have no reason to do that. No, tell the guy whose party you want to come to. The screw himself. Because you have done that. You've changed the dates on this fucking email. Well, that's because I had it for a while and you, wanted to present it in the correct way. The correct way would be... Could you imagine if you went into court and say, Your Honor, all this is true, except for I changed the dates? You'd go to prison. Why were you sitting on this for over a week? Because I was hoping there would be some sort of NFL news on him. I did wait for the last second. Why did you change the dates? Why did you lie about the dates? So that it would be uh, more timely. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense at all. Um, John, you're on the Run and Fez show. All right, let's give Tessie the benefit of the doubt on this thing. Let's say he did give it to Michael Sam. What would they have said? Hey, do you want to read a letter from a crazy girl? Oh, yeah. I, basically, I'm sure they think that he's a baby. 
I'm sure, I'm sure they think he's an infant. Did Fez use up his uh, free 1,000 hours for his AOL account yet? No, I'm not going to read any of that. And the agent's name is George. George Glass. That's from Cigars and Scotch. This guy just says, eat shit, Fez. Area Tate says, work, 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 work. This is a work. Now, this is what you call payoff. Also, I don't think Fez understands how hashtags work. <laughs> yeah, when you write hashtag stay with Sam in an email and not on Twitter, that's kind of fucking retarded. Well, I just wanted to let them know that I was up with his hashtag. Did you change that too, like you did the fucking dates? I mean, I know that you even got to fucking Chris somehow. He's backing you up. Uh, John in Iowa. Hey, Johnny. Hey, Fez? Yes. Brother, I believe you, but you only did half the work. What you need to do now is quit arguing with these two. Go ahead and give them a call. Verify it. Even if it's, you know, just verify it. You only did half the work. You I, I, I got to agree with John here. Let's give yeah, them a call. But it's okay. Call Empire Records Sports Agency because the person who who wrote back Happy New Year uh, did not even sign their name. I don't know how. Well, I'm not in the sports uh, uh, representation business. Well, I don't know how it works. Why would you think that it's his agent then? Because that's who I wrote to. But that doesn't mean that they get it. If you write here to Sirius, it doesn't mean the president of the company is going to. And why don't you send a fucking tweet to Michael Sam? Why didn't that happen? Because, um... Why didn't you go directly to Michael Sam? I account. You made up this, e- this email, you can make up a Twitter account. It can take you seconds. Plus, you got Fred, uh, the Fez shitter that you signed <laughs> up and you did too. And then quit six years ago. That was in Twitter's infancy. I don't know. You'd be gigantic right now. Um... Steve in Tampa, you're on the run of Fez show. Ronnie B, what's up? Hey, I'm calling bullshit, man. There's no way Watley sat on this fucking letter for eight days. The morning he got it, he would have walked in. He would have strutted in that fucking studio, man. Showing that. I agree. Not only that, but this week we brought up this topic and he didn't comment on it. Oh, shit. Yeah, Michael Sam came up yesterday. He came up yesterday. Maybe I was going for a dramatic flair of a last minute rescue. I want to do, uh, well, I'm going to give you the dramatic flair of this. You're not coming. What? You said I could before I even had the email. Yes, I did. I said that you could before you fucking pulled this stuff like this. I agree with you. I Look at the wind chill around here. They just had it up there. It's like fucking 11 in the city right now. Whatever That's a wind too cold. Chill, whatever a wind chill is. There's no way, no, I can have this fucking person come in. Uh, what are you writing back and forth? It's falsified documents. Right falsified documents is what was going on. So this is, this is worse than just breaking the oath. It's fucking lying to get out of breaking the oath. It's like what happened to Clinton. It's like, it's not so much what you did, but the fact that you lied about it. It's the cover-up. I never once, if Fez would have just showed up and watched the game, I wouldn't have thought about it. 
But now bringing Michael Sam into this thing. He wrote this himself. <laughs> Michael Sam doesn't know who Fez is. Michael Sam's publicist, manager, or agent wrote it. Well, let's call them an ass. Let's call their agency. It looks like it's Empire Records. It's Empire Athletes in L.A. Let's give them a call. Not only would they not know who Fez is, but the chances are they no longer know who Michael Sam is. Because <laughs> he doesn't have a team. Uh, we got their phone number, Chris. Let's give them a call. Okay. And I want you to explain it to him, Fez. Okay. Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, let's go over here to Sam in Mississippi. Sam, go ahead. Yeah, hey, Ronnie. Um, I just find it incredibly funny. Uh, if you listen to Fez's reaction when he first told you how good his news was, um, remember when you were a kid and you changed your report card and you tried to lie to your parents? <laughs> you had to tell them it was good news? Um, you know, that's the thing. I think I would have played it a lot fucking cooler than Fez did. This just looks bad. Why were you backing him up by by giving different dates on when I asked you to look at it? Because I looked up the wrong email. I had the one right in front of me, but I looked on the screen. All right, Michael Sam is part of their agency. I just went and looked that up. What is, what are you trying to do, Chris? I'm giving the number to the room to, to call them. To the room to call them. To the booth. His name is Shelby. He's a fucking person, not a room or a booth. Booth boy. What time is it out there now? Ten? Yeah. Yeah, they should have just done two bumps. <laughs> uh, Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. What's, uh, what's the bigger scandal here? Deflate gate or wrong date gate? It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Uh, here's our buddy, John in Massachusetts. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. Hey, Fez. There's no Easter Bunny, no Santa Claus, and no Island of Misfit Toys. Okay, buddy? There is a Michael Sam, so I don't even see what your point is. And there's an Empire Athletes Agency. Show us the set email. The freshly sent email. Why would you do this anyway? Why would you fucking send an email? I wanted to um, go to your house for a Super Bowl. Did you think this was what I was looking for? Fucking permission from Michael Sam's receptionist? No. That's crazy. You made an oath. Just say, my oath can't be counted. It can't be, Fez. That's why Chris hasn't been had his floor seats to the Brooklyn Nets game. That's all I wanted. That's why there was no fucking Christmas party this year. And that's why you owe how many dinners? 28. <sighs> and what's the date of the last one that everybody went out on? That was, I believe, last July. Or was it the Christmas one with Gurian? Like a year and change ago now. No, there was the one where you stood us up. I stood you up. I had to. I couldn't. It call. doesn't count unless everybody's there. Yeah. So there you go. That's so that twenty nine. That was your bump uh, to BL, who, by the way, sent me a really fucking 
uh, I think what she would view as a sexy selfie today. What? I found, I found it to be very uncomfortable. Um, like, look at this selfie. She's joined the selfie generation. She's like she's wearing some kind of uh, modeling thing. Look at her tight little... That's <laughs> definitely a sexy selfie. Yeah. And she writes, love you, Benny. Miss you in the NYC. Have a great show. Be superb. What's with the sexy selfies, BL? What's she getting at? I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. And look, there she is with her gloves hand up, and look at the nub finger. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to fucking hide anything, hide your missing middle finger. Just get a prosthetic. For the gloves, at the very least. All right, so you're going to be talking to these people, okay? Okay. You got to let them know that you're on the air. All right. Look how confident you are with this. Why are you confident when you're lying and on a regular day you're not confident? <laughs> because I'm not lying. I did email these people and got a response from them saying to watch the Super Bowl. And then why did you change the originals? Because why did you change the dates? I was saving this for a, a last-minute big surprise. I wanted everyone to be thrilled. And now it seems to have taken a bad turn. Because you're a liar. i got to get a professional person in the other room. Which one of the uh, the interns you think can do the step-up game? Step Who do you feel best about so far? As of right now, I feel best about V. I haven't seen any of them yet. Yeah. There's V, Anthony, and John. So, <laughs> V's your number one? As, of, your number as of right Anthony's number two, John third place as of right now. Oh, for just gut feeling. I'd send the interns in. V, Anthony, John, get in here. <laughs> All three is. <laughs> you sound like their weird dad that just got out of jail. <laughs> chop, chop. I need you in this goddamn studio. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, Don't you know. watch it with the okay. children. Oh, hey, how are you? Came in order. All right, so that's V, Anthony, and John? Yep. Yep. V. Now, V, you feel best about? As right now, yes, V is in the lead. And okay. Anthony, why do you like him? I like Anthony because he came second. No. Excuse me, third. Your name is Anthony, for real? Anthony. Yeah, right. but you I'll take Anthony. So you're the only one who calls him Anthony. He's Anthony. He should My be My mother Antony. calls me Anthony. Okay. <laughs> and John, you don't care much for it. As of right now, no, not yet. All right, if this was one of those shows... You would be voted off, John. Yeah, apparently, yeah. I like you, though, because you got, like, a fucking Peter Twerk thing going on. And I think radio is needed for a long time. I don't know who he is. Then get out. Uh, if you don't see, want to do radio, see, get out. Third, see? That's why I was third. And why is it that you like V so much? V uh, was the earliest, and she was very outgoing this morning in the what office. What did she say that was so outgoing? She was just, like, telling us about, you know, her school and how, you know, how fucking now, eager she was. All three of you were in there. Do you understand that you're working under a producer who couldn't make a phone call for us or fill the phones up? <laughs> and you're being trained in a really chaotic manner right now. Does it seem like weird in there? Uh, it's a lot, actually. I've never did like phone, like yeah, like except for business of like, hello, thank you for calling. Well, they, they didn't place. put you on the but phones the first day, did they? He did, and I, oh, I, I did. But on. you know what? I, I, I kind of handled it, and then I realized that I was not that well at it, so I passed the torch. Well, first of all, <laughs> no person. one is touching the phones, and we were supposed to do an outgoing call, which doesn't they take tried. place. They tried. They tried. I just, I, I've just got a text from Shelby that they're not, just not answering. There's no answer at the number. No 
This fucking place isn't real, dude. Maybe they're not open yet. It's, it's the fucking Super Bowl, dude. <laughs> and they're <an> Everybody's <laughs> on 24 hours a day. That's it. They're at the Super Bowl. They're all in Glendale. Yes, because we don't forward fucking calls. <laughs> because this is 1961. It's 10 a.m. in fucking Los Angeles. Everyone's at work. I don't know Hollywood people in the time they keep. They're probably all out partying last night. It's Hollywood. That's Mike Nesmith, not Peter Tork. Although now you do look a little more like Mike Nesmith. He's one of the monkeys. Okay. Wait, did you just say okay? Okay. I like that. <laughs> okay. That's going to be your fucking... This is a picture of Peter Tork. Come over and look at it. it so to see that it is a... Yeah. Uh, and it's not an insult. He's no. uh, a famous uh, 60s pop star. Yeah. His nose is a little bigger than mine. But. Okay. Hey, okay. 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 Chris, can you pot Tork's mic up a little They're bit? They're potted up. No, his name is Okay. Oh. That's yeah. the name he has. That's the name. All right, so why V is the one that knows our girl? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Who are you friends with? Tell everybody. Norris. All right, that puts you way ahead of the other fellas. Yes. Because Norris is one of the great interns that we've ever had here. Awesome. Yeah. How did you know her? Uh, we had our radio production class last semester. How was she at that? She was really good. We did really well in the class. She did an amazing piece at the end of the semester. That what we... was the piece about? Uh, about... Um, Dancing Children growing up in single households, like with oh, a single parent. Let's see how that she is. did really good, actually. It was How's really that ever going to get on the radio anywhere? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to be listening to a radio station and hear a thing about kids growing up. Oh, I love the single parents. I think stuff. it was because our professor is like an NPR kind of like individual. He's so consumed with like features. So NPR, he made us you mean do all Puerto that. Rican? Like, no. <laughs> no. That's uh, half yeah. Puerto Rican, half black. <laughs> It's like Caliente, right? Caliente. Anthony is falling behind here. I know. But, Tragically. But you have... Uh, Anthony looks like a guy that would do well in American Idol. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know what I, I get a lot that I look like Ralph Macchio. Okay, that's a good thing to be. That's a great, lot, right? Karate Kid. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Kai is over there. He doesn't know who Ralph Macchio is. He's like, <laughs> names keep coming up. It's the kid. No, the eight is too far away. <gasps> but it's the shirt that you're wearing and stuff like that that keeps you in that Peter Tork look. Uh... And how did you end up here? Who do you? I know? went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Oh, okay. nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what about you guys? What schools? I go to Brooklyn College. Okay, BC. Uh, Fairleigh Dickinson University. All right, that's. Now here's the thing: the guy who goes to Fairleigh, Fairleigh Dickinson looks the most depressed about being here. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. That's fine. I don't know about that. No, I, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, you uh, like in impressions. It's, you know what? It's the lack of Botox, I think, in my face. But oh, no, oh, it has oh. nothing to do with the way you look. <laughs> but it's the confidence level that you're giving off. You look like someone forced you here. Do you <laughs> do you take any broadcasting courses? Yeah, I have, and I've taken them with uh, John McDermott, actually. Who used to work here? Who used to work here? Yeah. Oh, so he was, a, he was a by him. Yeah. Is he still there? Yeah, he is. He's still teaching. Um, how is he as a teacher? He's not bad. I had him. Two semesters in a row. Uh huh. What did he teach you? The number one thing was. Um, <laughs> Come in slumping. No, no. I, I mean, he, you know, he said work with what you got, and the microphone doesn't seem to be going any higher because I guess I'm too tall, so I'm just going to work like this right now. See, to, to bring that, the people at home do not know that you feel uncomfortable until you tell them. Well, luckily they now, don't I'm see me. Now I'm seeing Ralph Macchio uh, looking more like the kid from the Wonder Years stuff. Uh, oh. Paul. No, not Paul. 
Fred Savage. Nice. Yeah, I never got Fred Savage before. That's because you wear glasses. I just don't, listen. I I've just got glasses. This is what I usually look like. Yeah, I just got glasses. Put your glasses, put glasses back, back on. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's a much better look for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, now, by the way. The calls that they couldn't catch up with, yeah. Shelby just got rid of. <laughs> instead of nice. trying to use this as a catch-up time. Great. If John McDermott could see us all now, <laughs> he'd really be pissed. Fucking furious. Mm. All right, we will break here. Yeah. Is Big J in the building? Uh, they hit a little traffic. They should be here soon. The bad traffic? No, no, no. Like the actual traffic, like cars on the street. You know, your guests are always late. No. Uh, Fez's guests are non-existent, <laughs> but Jeffrey Gurian's guests come in. Yeah, about like 45 minutes. Early. By the way, did you see the thing that Mr. Jump Around missed? Yeah, I saw it. I'm pissed. God, relax, dude. Just be a, a fucking person on the air. Uh, Gurian did not show up at this uh, Nick Kroll thing at the uh, 92nd Street Y. Which is supposedly the bit that he was in, Too Much Tuna. Yeah. So I wrote to him, how did you not be part of this? I never heard back. That's interesting. I mean, I hear shouts in the crawl all the time. So you've brought your anger down a little bit? Yes, I have. Good. I didn't know I came off as so angry and crazy. You just screamed, I'm pissed. <laughs> at something at best we should be mocking Gurian for. You should be happy is what I'm trying oh, to tell got, you. Okay, got not it. pissed. I confuse my emotions a lot. Uh, Fez, again, across the board, people are not backing you up for being able to give up your your oath. You're saying the same thing, Anthony? I'm just listening from the callers. They're just, yeah. They're just all What about your own opinion? He took an oath. Here's the oath. And you don't know, you don't know how to have to know who he is or who Michael Sam is. This way, <laughs> I know oh, Michael Sam. Oh, no, this way, okay, can feel part of it because <laughs> he hasn't heard about anything outside of Fairleigh Dickinson. No. He's actually, he goes to Fairleigh Dickinson and he's fairly depressed. All right. Here's the thing. He, Fez says this I will not watch the NFL again until Michael Sam is on the team. As God is my witness, he says. Now, here's the deal. Michael Sam is not back in the NFL. He's not on a team. If Fez goes and watches the Super Bowl, he breaks an oath. We can say that without judgment. We shouldn't say whether Fez's oath is stupid to begin with or whether it doesn't matter when somebody keeps an oath. But under the thing is, I made an oath. I will not do something unless this happens. It didn't happen and now he's breaking his oath. It's that simple. It's black and white. Does anybody think that Fez is in the right? I do. You I think mean, he's in the right? Thank you, V. Yes. Well, I mean, if you're setting up to not want to break something because you don't want to do it for yourself, then don't do it. Like, I mean, what else could you say? Like, I, I would want, wouldn't want to break my own oath if I said, I'm never going to eat chocolate again. That's right. totally not going to ever happen. But so you're saying, but he should, he should, he should have his never have to watch the NFL Super Bowl because Michael Sam is not in the NFL. But anymore. he is watching the Super Bowl. Oh, but you are. He is breaking yeah. his oath. Oh, you are breaking your oath. Yeah. It's a whole new oath I just got to mine. Michael Sam, who wants me to watch it. Oh, what? I just got lost. I got mine after right now. Um, <laughs> we have a note here. That says, Fez still can't watch football. Love, Michael Sam. <laughs> and then Michael Sam drew a little picture of a football. I guess he's, he sent that to Amanda May. Adorable. 
It would make no sense that he changed his mind. Now I get it. (laughs) All right. Sirius XM Comedy just tweeted, at Michael Sam, will you please call 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ to to clear up this issue we are having? I'll feign him, Michael Sam calls. (laughs) I know they do. All right, I'll make an oath. If Michael Sam calls, I'm going to use two different words that'll hurt his feelings. Doubt. What are they? I don't even know. Well, you know them both. <laughs> okay. I just right. don't know which one I'm using first. <laughs> I haven't decided yet. And I'm only. And I'm going to say this is Fez saying this. Fooled you into calling. So V doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> no. no. She came in to support Fez. I did. And babbled and, and said babbled that. And yeah. Said absolutely nothing. Anyway, I just want to know, why'd you sit on it for so long? Because I was being dramatic about it before the Super Bowl. Mm. You would have a problem with that if, a you're bit. If, you had, if you got the letter, you got to There's got to be some truth to your life, is what he's saying. Something about you has to come across as honest. The email is real. Now, why did you sit on it, is what he came up with. And then why would you change the dates? And as if you said, basically, I'm going to wait until the last minute so nobody will call me out on it. Because I'm doing Opie's show the next two days. What I'm going to do is spend the next two days doing radio. Oh. Not doing radio here? No, I'm not doing radio here ever. <laughs> okay? It goes back to you. Uh-huh. You're going to make this decision. Do you think Fez has broken an oath? Do you think the Kinks were the finest band of the mid '60s? You know, it's a it's a big decision. Um, but you know, like with an oath, though, I feel like that's the kind of thing that can change, though, because it's it's not always I, something I, that you try to sell that to the army. Once you take a fucking no, oath to join the army, I, I maybe it depends on how you interpret it. Maybe? So uh, no, you interpret it like this. Here was his oath. I will never watch the NFL again until Michael Sam is on a team. That's the oath. Now, when you do not follow exactly what you said, you've broken your oath, i.e., your word means nothing. Zero. Nada. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I implore you to look at this man and call him what, is it, what he is, an oath breaker. And his penalty shall be nothing. No one in his, his life will not change, but we should not sit here and act like it's okay to break an oath. Someone brought up Batman earlier. I'm sure if Batman's parents were alive, they would have told him, listen, we don't want you jumping off rooftops, putting yourself in danger. He never... And he would have felt fine to stop being Batman. First of all, your fucking logic makes no sense. He never made an oath to his parents. He made it on their graves. They're... But that had nothing to do with it. He made the oath to himself. They do not... Hold that thing. If I came to you and said, Fez, I want you to take an oath, then I am in charge of that oath. But when you take the oath yourself, you're in charge of that oath. And you broke it. And that's why we don't believe you when you say you won't do things. That's why you've made bets for 28 fucking straight dinners that you haven't paid (laughs) off. That's why you're supposed to take all of us and get us floor seats to the nets. And you will never do it. Because your word is shite. That doesn't mean I don't like you or you're a bad person. You just lie. Every fucking time you talk, it's a lie. It's constantly. Yes. 
nonstop. And if I said, oh, Fez, would you watch the baby? I would drive away knowing <laughs> that you were taking a claw hammer and smashing <laughs> the baby's skull in because you didn't know what I meant. I'm not going to smash a baby. You, we don't know. <laughs> what, is that your oath? Because the last oath you broke. <laughs> See what I'm saying? The fact that you'd say I'm not going to smash a baby, there would be no reason for me to believe you. Because I've seen how many times you've sworn something and then break it. So you're saying it's more of a pledge than an oath. I'm saying this. What you say doesn't matter. You can go watch football as you could any time this year. No one believed you. Even when you said you weren't watching football, we know you were on the weekends. I wasn't watching any games. You changed the fucking dates of the email. And Before you for dramatic gave effect. Dramatic yes, it doesn't change the email. When, when you say stuff, it's for dramatic effect. It's not real. Everything you say <laughs> is a lie as if life is fiction. And this is a movie. You didn't think it'd be weird if you just fucking... Is something, you typed out an email onto a Word document? I mean, it wasn't even printed out through the this email. This is a fucking cover-up. A cover-up. It's in, like, a different font, too, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good eye, Andy. Some of this fucking language isn't even real. Comic Sans. <laughs> Comic Sans. Oh, man. Uh, Aunt, by the way, Anthony's my number one guy right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I failed. the Comic Sans quote. Uh, V's in last place, easily. <laughs> Big, uh, and Okai is doing all right for himself. He's moved up to number two. All right. That's I'm going to change your mind soon. Hopefully. No, it's not going to happen. Never going to happen? All right. No. You... you you couldn't follow what was happening in the on the air. There's uh look, they're making stuff on the chew right now. Alright, I love the chew. Mary yeah. Vitali, he's great. And yet, as much as you like cooking, you don't cook at all. No, no, not at all. Have you ever diced an onion? Never. Yet you watch all kinds of people dice onions. Oh yeah, all the time. Have you ever love think it. to yourself I like to do one? Sometimes, but I don't know. It just seems like whenever I've tried to cook, I always have these extra extra food left over. Don gave you his uh, rockin' BBQ uh, sauce, right? Yeah. What are you going to do with it? Put it on your fucking 99-cent slice? I'll have some barbecue pizza. Barbecue chicken pizza. That'll be more than a dollar. Mm. Liz said Spire wants to come here in, uh, in uh, May. Because she's going to see Faith no more. So I said, sure she could. She says, do I have to go through the proper channels? I feel like if I go through Fez, I'll never see you again. <laughs> Faith no more is how I feel about Fez right now. Oh, man. All right, we're going to break here. Uh, we'll be back with Big J Okerson. Uh This Friday, you will hear the Super Bowl special. But we're not calling it the Super Bowl special. We're calling it the funniest people on the planet. Make the funniest predictions in the universe for football's biggest game of the year. That's because we can't say Super Bowl special. No. Um, 29 different comics will give us their predictions. And I'm thinking about, Chris, whatever the majority say, that be my my bet. It's comic sourcing it. That's what's, what's going on right now. It's a flip of the coin, let's face it. I've gone back and forth of this as a football expert that I'm considered in this country right now. I don't know who's going to win this game. I'm telling you, Pats are a lock at minus one. I'm telling you. 
There's no such thing as a lock in this game, and you know it. <laughs> There's no such thing as a lock. It could go any way. The, the Pats could win by 40, and I wouldn't be shocked. And they could lose by 40, and I wouldn't be shocked. I'm kind of leading in Seattle right now, though, just based on defense. I was that way that last week. This week, I'm, I feel it, man. I'm feeling Tom Brady. Oh. Uh, we'll break. Be right back. Run and Fez. Run and Fez. On Raw Dog. Comedy Hits. Channel Show. Big J is here. I asked where you were. He, matter of fact, if you'll go back and listen to this, you'll hear at 1 o'clock, I'll say to, to Chris, where are your guests? And he'll's like, uh, they're running a little late right now. And then I'm like, I make fun of him because his guests are always late. Then you said you've been sitting in the lobby for a crazy yeah. amount of time. Yeah, they were saying in the lobby that someone was coming out. And I, you know, they they take your little pass and they say they call. And I said, and I told them after about five or six minutes, we got here about one o five or so. And I yeah. said, uh, uh, they kept saying that it was uh, someone was coming, and that, that I said we usually walk down on our own. But he said no. Chris Stanley, yeah, it's twenty fifteen. You got to start to produce on the balls of your feet. You got to stop being flat footed. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I was told that they called the booth, but I was never informed. And then I asked the booth, Shelby, uh, and he said they called right before we went to break, which would have been four minutes ago, maybe five minutes ago. Well, do you, who do you believe? I don't believe that Shelby, they called Shelby five minutes ago. If they Jay, you got have. here at 105? Yeah, they. I mean, they may have called. I mean, is there a way to check when I checked in downstairs? Yes. Yeah, there is. The second that you checked in downstairs, we should have been alerted that Jay's in the building. Now, this happens all the time with guests. So we can, like, if you were like a movie star, I wouldn't be bringing this up now. But because we have the kind of relationship that we we do, we can feel free to run this through while you're on the air. I like it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get to the bottom you of this. You excited by the Super Bowl or you don't care because the eggs ain't there? Don't care because the eggs ain't there. I'll just, uh, you know, I'm sure I'll watch it in pieces, bits and pieces. Bits gonna, and pieces. Yeah, I'm gonna be on that crew. I'm gonna be on that Shiproth cruise ship. Oh, that's that happens during the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I'm, I'll have Chevelle to look forward to in the. I in would the, fucking half-time. seriously dive off the, the <laughs> boat and die before you watch Chevelle. Yeah, <laughs> there's well, no doubt in my mind. That's all just a little. That's just a little dick tease, you know. Till we get over to Limp Biscuit on the next day for sale off, Limp Bi. How come you never do anything with Faith no more? What's the story there? What's They're happening? just getting back together. They haven't okay. even heard about me yet. <laughs> <laughs> so where do we get to the bottom of that? 1 p.m. is what, what this email says. Now, why wouldn't you have known the second he, he signs in? Because I wasn't at this computer. I was at the other um, station where there isn't a computer. All right, so because of the Fez thing. All right, that that email. I went to <laughs> okay. check it. That email wasn't logged in, so there was no way for me to check it. 
if you want to pass it around. I'm not passing it around to you. I'm just saying I was there, and it fucking I don't have any a computer there. I mean, we found out who's pro- who did this. It's Fez. You know That's what, what you're saying. You know I feel bad because when I come in, I always just come in and tell like my story of what just happened. With anything. I'm always like, it's no big deal. I'm like, wow, it was crazy. I was there in the lobby. You go, That's a really great story, Jay. You, hang, you start yelling at everyone. <laughs> Look no. what, sorry, Jay. You've made me yell at all of my friends now. No, we have had this problem for a while. We've yeah. got to figure out who here needs to be fucking shot. I'm not going to lie. The security out at the desk every time I come here seems utterly clueless as to what's going on. They seem like they don't understand the system themselves. They seem like Well, you know the security buffoons. downstairs when I talk to them, at one point they're like, they said to me one day, I go, hey, you had a great show like yesterday. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I figured out, they thought that anyone who ever comes here is doing my show. So <laughs> they think that I get 40 or 50 guests a day. Some of them work on cars. Some of them have a reality stars. You got a lot of guests in there today. <laughs> it's all you. Yeah, it's all just one dude up here. Downstairs, I'm, I got asked a great question today. Yeah. Uh, I gave my ID, which says Jason Ogerson. And they say, uh, do you have any other name you go by? I said, yeah, Jay Okerson. You know, it's a nickname for that. And then she goes, do you have an ID that says Jay Okerson? <laughs> like, yes, it's I have an official ridiculous. ID with my nickname on it. <laughs> Well, now I'm going to put Jason in. <laughs> sure. I'm sorry, Bob. makes it easier for these very, I'm sorry, very... Bob. We got a Robert, but <laughs> no Bob. Are you related to Robert? <laughs> it really... You know, you're almost at the point where you probably want to drop the big, don't you? I kind of do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if anyone calls me, I, I never have a problem with it at but all. But you book yourself as Big J, right? Mm. You'll put Big J I, I, out there. If, I don't even think about it. It's the difference between someone calling you Ronnie or Ron. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a giant difference to me. Really? Yeah. If they call me Ronnie, I feel like oh, you're in my family. If someone's saying it, if someone's saying it to you, not like necessarily you know presenting it. If someone said it's the Ronnie and Fez show, I'd be like, what are you fucking That's talking weird, yeah. about? It's <laughs> not the name what of the show. Drunk? And then fucking they'd be downstairs on the side. There's no Ronnie on here. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. Could you take your shoes off and stand over here <laughs> before I put you on the elevator? How do you like our new elevators where you just press the I love it. floor? I do love that. I don't like not being able to touch buttons when I'm inside. Really? Now, I, I the, think the system's great, but it's a way better system. Now, what, the system works this way. Today, I'm coming up, me and one uh, a dude. And we stop four times and pick up all kinds of people who are going from 31 to 32. Of course. And I go, I thought the system was to keep the whores out. I call them all the whores. <laughs> oh, I hate the NBC people. No, it, it gives a, it screws you over. Now you have no control over anything. But I've noticed, like, where the, the buttons used to be, it, the, there's like a, it's Velcroed over. So I'm thinking about just ripping the Velcro thing off and just pressing the buttons to see if You're that a madman, dude. You're going to start a fire in there. <laughs> Uh, just to test it, just to see That's what happens. That's what happened with Apollo 13. <laughs> really? Yeah, you'll end up with a fire in the fuselage. I, so, I think it's a fantastic so set. I used to be in there with 400 people going to every floor and a I bunch hate, of Asian I people hate. with Ziploc bags right. of fish and You know stuff. what? Whether they're Asian no, or not. No, I'm attacking them. No, no, they had smelly foods and bags no. for so many floors. They have the same DNA that you do. There's no difference. We're all different. <laughs> Oh, that man just calls Asia. <laughs> he said we're different. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. When are you leaving to go to on your cruise, on your metal cruise to hell? I'm going from Indianapolis to Miami on Sunday morning. You're traveling on Super Sunday. 
Yeah, yeah, I have to. I have to get to that uh, to let Limp Biscuit cruise. <laughs> now you're taking your check with you. Yes. Okay, so that's nice. At least. Yeah, yeah. the you Puerto can... Rican rattlesnakes going. The real ass dude. The real ass dude is going to be out on that cruise. The real ass dude is going to be out on that yeah. cruise. He needs a vacation. He's been in radio wars recently. Who's he radio warring with? Uh, Mike Calta. Why? But apparently, it's all been it's all been smoothed over this morning. That's not fake. No, no, it wasn't fake. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's funny. Uh, Mike is a great dude when I met him, but I don't know how much. I'm not familiar with behind the scenes of, you know, radio for a, a long term thing. I feel like sometimes those radio wars are a little uh, WWE mm -hmm. inspired. I talked to you the night before, and we go tomorrow. Let's just stir it up, man. We yeah. hate. It. And, and I, I feel like when I hear them, I think I, I feel like I see through that. It does not seem like two guys really angry at each other. Well, you you realize that when people talk like that, that's when the audience pays attention. Sure. So if we were to sit in here and we were to say something, about, if I said Anthony was great, right? Nobody would send him an email about him. Sure. But if I said, you know what that son of a bitch did? Everyone's like, guess what? <laughs> I was listening to the show and I couldn't believe it. Because that's what they fucking do out there. <laughs> They're a bunch of lady truckers. They just stir shit. Yeah, they stir shit. They're, They're fucking shit cooks. Right. And they just stir but, the shit all day. But you could sit around and say, oh, Anthony is a genius. It'll never get back to him. But if we say he's got like... Uh, Filipino teenagers in a closet in his house. Yeah, genius. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I like to talk things in long form. <laughs> <laughs> Big J's going to be at Crackers Comedy Club in I Indianapolis. Know. I know. I'm letting the people of Indy know because they're not going to want to watch the Super Bowl. Do they call themselves Indy? Yes, they do. Because a lot of people hate that, like, San Francisco people hate when San you say Fran? Frisco. Oh. How about San Fran? They hate San Fran? I don't think they hate San Fran. They're like, just use our fucking name. No, I want to shorten it. Too bad. SF. Great to be back in SF. But they definitely hate the name Frisco. It is, it's a bit familiar if you don't live there. I, I think even if you do, you know better than to say it. I don't like when people not from Philly say Illadelph. That's for me and all my black friends from Philadelphia. I call it cock and balls. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, I'm going to be back in cock and balls next week. And that's the way we talk to each other. It's adorable. So you're going to be an indie or independent film. Yes. Where are you, pla where are you playing there? Crackers in uh, Broad Ripple. There's two clubs. I'm doing the Broad Ripple one, which is uh, it's great. Sweet. My second time there. Actually, last time I was there, I flew from there to Shiprock. To That's get... weird. It's weird. It That's is very weird. weird. You're on the road a lot these days. It's picking up, which is yeah. fantastic. DC was uh, fantastic. I sold out shows on Saturday, and, and and everyone comes up after the show and says, Ron and Fez. First of all, everyone loves you. I tried to get that through to you because you never take a fucking compliment. <laughs> well, they love Ron and Fez, and then they come to see me as a character from the show. They don't even like us that much, the people who listen. <laughs> if you go by the way they talk to us. Those people would die for yeah. you. <laughs> Especially the ones in D.C. But I, D.C. I, loves us. And it was great. Uh, Soder was down there also yeah. doing uh, another club, so we... Uh, we kind of hung around D.C. together. Well, you guys Good are pals, times. right? You guys are pals. Yeah, we know okay. each other. Acquaintances. You're offstage off friends. We're acquaintances through the business. Good. Did you, uh, did, uh, I don't know, did Chris show you the thing? My, speaking of friends in comedy, the, yeah, the picture that uh, came out of book? No. From, uh, well, we're probably, it's me and Kevin Hart, and I'm probably 20, and he's 19, maybe. Wow. What's the book? 
it was our first headshots ever. Actually, the same lady took the headshot with my uh, my chest bush hanging yeah. out and the uh, and the suit jacket. This girl Angela Saki Photography. She put out a book, I guess, and someone texted us to me this morning. You look older at twenty than you do now. <laughs> <laughs> I was raising three kids at that time. I was, uh, <laughs> One of them was Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart looks exactly the same. This could be a brand new movie. That's what Christine said when yeah. she saw. She started laughing. She said, "It looks exactly. He looks exactly the same." You look incredibly different. But, <laughs> I really do. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Hart looks exactly the same. Although, once again, in this picture, now me and Chris look fucking identical. <laughs> this yeah. is what we just got out of uh, female gym teacher school. Uh, who was, Chris Rock was doing this last thing, and somebody said, uh, you know, like his age. And uh, it seemed alarming because he looks exactly the same as when he was a kid. But even they were, like, freaked out. Like, they were like, are you really? And he's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. He goes, you know, famous. So the years are easier on me. <laughs> but black people just get a nice run oh, of, yeah. you know, looking how they look. Well, once like any of the Wayans, once they start looking old, they just shave their heads and then they're That's 30 years younger again. Yeah, it's amazing. They, if you ever look at old pictures of Damon Wayans when he did SNL for that one year, yeah. he had that, you know, he had George Jefferson hair and he looked like he was 50 years old then. And, I, and now he looks like he's 30 still. I'm so fucking glad you brought up hair because I call this motherfucker Tears for Fears every day. And <laughs> now I'm constantly listening to Tears for Fears and cracking up. Because I never realized what a great uh, hair that guy had. You know, it's all, oh yeah, the other one, right? Uh, the dark hair. Yeah, I think there's the curly brown. Yeah. Tears or tears. Fears. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, crazy. that's Chris Stanley. Uh, Tears for Fears. Did he get cornrows? Um, Tears for Fears is going to be at Bonnaroo, which I'll be performing at. How crazy is that? You, awesome. ought to, you ought to bring him back and say, you know him from the, as the producer of the Rotten <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tears and Fears. Pepper Hicks and that other guy, Tears for who, Fears. Who else is going to be at Bonnaroo? The biggies are uh, Billy Joel... That's odd. Right? I'm excited. It's very odd, but I'm excited for that. Mumford and Sons. I I don't know anything about enough to care about. By the way, that's not his kids. Mumford and Sons. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they owned a junkyard and they played music. I thought I didn't like Mumford and Sons, but then I liked them on that basement tapes when they were doing the <laughs> the uh, Bob Dylan stuff. I um, Dead Mouth. I watch because you know you'll probably see a bunch of like Asian girls with dyed blonde hair yeah. finger banging each other with ring pops. Um. Kendrick Lamar, I'm excited to see. Florence and the Machine, I would watch. And then I Florentine and who? The Machine? <laughs> Florentine and the Machine. <laughs> hey, everybody. I just, Hi, everyone. It's me. About Doc Jameson. <laughs> you guys like acoustic guitar music about any trunk? <laughs> you guys <laughs> want to smell a fart in a jar? Uh, Childish Gambino, I'm, ex I'm uh, curious to see. My Morning Jacket, I... I don't know. A lot of the bands on this, I will say, I, I don't, don't care, care at all. But Not Billy Joel... War on Drugs, I'm very excited for. Billy Joel is a very odd thing to be a Bonnaroo. Yeah, I know. It's like hologram outcast and then Billy Joel. Yeah. <laughs> it was a weird, like... He's the end of the lights, go out on Broadway. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem like outside music it, to me. It's, it's going to be... I bet it's going to be awesome, though, his performance... Specifically, will be am if amazing. If he fucking was smart, he would just open with just the way you are and just see how the crowd goes. <laughs> Super Don't sick. go changing. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bonnaroo. Try <laughs> and please me. Is this too loud? Do not, Never. <laughs> Do not eat the brown acid. Never. <laughs>
That would be funny if fucking in between every song, if James Taylor said, is this too loud? Is this too loud, everybody? <laughs> you got a friend. I saw James Taylor one time, and he fell asleep during his own concert. Wow. <laughs> he just was so laid back. He just went out. Tar drops. Did Mitch Hedberg start doing it by the end? Just taking a nap on stage. <laughs> Well, that's called the nods. It's different than that. You know what I mean? You think you're awake. You can kind of hear stuff in the distance. Oh, I'm such a fan. I thought it was performance yeah. art. <laughs> this is what I paid for, man. <laughs> See Hedberg go down on a stool. There's nothing like the nods where you believe you're answering back. <laughs> you're pretty what, sure you've said what a What is lot. on that fucking phone that's so much more important than Jay and me? I had to uh, text them to send me some copy from the other room. Copy for what? For a possible phoner. What is he talking about, Jay? A phone call interview. You, know, you are right when you fucking put the spotlight on him. What possible phoner? What? No. No. Thank you, uh, yes, I know. All this information that you're giving, I already know. <laughs> I want to make sure. Double check. Yeah, I read all this last night. Okay. It's always good to have information in front of you. It is. I'm looking at the entire bang. Is it weird that I thought uh, Ed Burns was Donnie Wahlberg? I don't think that's so weird when Donnie's wife works here now. Oh, that's right. How's that yeah. working out, you think? Uh, by the TV show, Donnie loves Jenny. <laughs> Michelle uh, actually uh, works for them. Really? The, yeah, that comes in here and hangs with us. And she says sometimes the three of them will be in a room and those two will start making out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I was upset? Is, it, is, is Shade 45 right here? Yeah, it's right there. Uh, I, can't, I was so sad you guys didn't get that uh, Chet Hay, uh, Tom Hanks kid, the rapper. Oh, no. I didn't even know he was here. Oh, man. He, apparently he had it out with one of the DJs over there. What about, man? Where the DJ kicked him out. They pulled a gun on him? No. the Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks turf war. Well, no, you, and then they played his music and all the callers called and said he sucked and it's Tom Hanks' son. It was, it was pretty great. It was pretty well, hilarious. Here's the deal. Uh, Tom has one son who's incredibly nice... And acts and looks Talented, like Tom. Yeah. yeah, Hanks. And then he's got the other son who's like, Hey, boys! Yeah. Yeah. Growing up in a Hanks family! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's very... He's fucking gangster, dude. He's yeah. fucking on the streets. He's and all over. He's got guns, too. He's got Your fucking mom guns. is Rita Wilson. We know where you're... You have two movie stars for parents. But what was great was as soon as he goes in, the DJ on Shade 45 kicked out his friend. That he had with him, like yeah. kicked him out aggressively, and then he was like, uh, "He's like, who is that? Your manager, some?" He's like, "Nah, that's just my boy." Oh, and he goes, yeah. uh, "If we need some new boys, you know, your friends uh, uh, needs to sh shut his mouth." And he was like, "I hear that. I hear that." Like he just that's took just... it, like, the guy, and, then, and, then, and then they played his music, and then they just people just called it and just shit on him. But it was that's it was my really... boy, Peter Scalari Jr. <laughs> 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 he ain't fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he calling himself Chet Hayes? Well, because Chet Hanks doesn't sound that cool. Everyone's going to yeah. know. Oh, he talked about his cocaine addiction, too. He doesn't have, have a wiki. Yeah, if my dad was fucking Tom Hanks, I'd have a cocaine addiction. You know how much money you have to afford? You don't yeah. have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> so I much money in that house. Coke out of a garden hose. <laughs> 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 
This is a song about where I grew up. It's called Swimming Poos. <laughs> everybody, every song is about Malibu. <laughs> I got a slide that goes from my bedroom to the pool, dog. <laughs> I be diving in the pussy. He really could have one of those bragging songs, like even when he was seven. Yeah. <laughs> how much That's money how he has. Yeah. We ball in. No I mean, shit. Your dad's a celebrity. I mean, he needs a speechwriter to get him out of the question every time. Like, aren't you just Tom Hanks's rich son? Like, well, I know it sounds like that. Is his music available? I, how many times do you think at three o'clock in the morning Tom has said this to him? Oh, oh okay. Where are you now? All right. Do not say anything to the police. I'm sending the lawyer there. I love you, honey. Don't don't, don't say anything. He thinks it goes my Bubby, daddy yeah. will be there momentarily. Once a week, that has to happen. Constantly. Easy. Look at that shirt off pick for no reason. He's got average body. How many times? Did Joe DeRosa do a topless album cover? How many times you think in rehab he was like reading to Tom Hanks? And then that time you were doing Forrest Gump, you had no time for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's always funny. Um, the family pictures don't. Uh, he put the picture of Wilson the volleyball over Chet Hayes and all the family pictures. <laughs> it seemed like you got more time for that volleyball than you do for the rest of us. While you were off fighting fake World War Two, your boy was here looking for a father. You were saving Private Ryan, but you forgot Chet Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you save Chet Hayes? The Da Vinci Code clues all led to oh, parenting classes. Poor fucking Tom. Is that is that Chet Hayes? Chet, is Chet Hayes' is Instagram. Instagram? Oh, has, a pile oh of money? God. Come no, on, that's a, great. It's a pile of money and a fucking Lamborghini. <laughs> that's it. That's all the things his black friends are going to steal from him. I mean, that's a nice pile of money, though. It's decent. It's decent fucking, pile of money. That's, That's my savings account. I can't touch it. Till I'm 35. Most of his shit, he can't. He can see. He can take Instagram pictures, but he doesn't get it till he's older. It ain't liquid yet. That's fucking splash residuals right there. No shit. No kidding. That's John Candy's half the money. Oh, hell, he's missed. <laughs> All Canada just went, aww. Oh. Oh, this, hey. this is my boy, Peter Scalari Jr. and the Hizzle. <laughs> and they're all fucking Donna Dixon Jr. Oh, sunny, sunny, sunny. Wendy Joe Sperber. Man, you really do. You stick around to the end credits. You're right I try to. I try to really... Bank everything in my comedy on that I'm great at references. <laughs> I'm great at reference <laughs> work. Joke. I just well, know. Said, I always get what everyone's talking about. This is why uh, most of me and Christine's, uh, me shaking my head at her, yeah. are when things like, I I promise you when we're in a cab leaving here, at some point I'm going to go, why are you laughing so hard? You don't know who Peter Scolari Sr. You know, is. Uh, but she'll it. just say, and she's right, she'll go, it just sounds funny. And it made me laugh. Yeah. She's being genuine, but it makes me angry that she doesn't get the exact reference. <laughs> You 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 want people to be able to check off a box before they laugh. Well, I, say I so, get the reference. I say so many jokes around the house, and she laughs, and I go, "You don't even know what that means." And she goes, "It's just funny. Stop <laughs> combing through it. Stop trying to ruin this relationship." <laughs> but why is it funny? You didn't know the original name of the guy who played Alfstad. Why are you breaking this? <laughs> You aren't happy until there's chaos, are you? 
Maybe. That's, you know what? There's a young lady sitting behind me that might argue that is the case. I believe it's the case. <laughs> I believe you need everything. I believe you need to feel bad to feel good. Maybe. At, at least to feel comfortable. Then you Maybe. Because you're the opposite of Chet Hayes. <laughs> he, he just took pictures of chains on his bureau. Is that a nickel, motherfuckers? Exactly. I take pictures of my of all my money. I go, why am I so broke? <laughs> you know what? If I knew that, and then Chet a picture Hayes, of me trying to sell Kevin Hart to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> if I knew that they were treating Chad Hayes across the bed, across the hall, I would have ran over there and helped out. Look ah. at everybody leap up now. They don't do anything for my guests, but a tiny thing fucking falls, and they're all moving like roadies. Um. Yeah. I, man, I wish you guys. When I heard him on that on that clip all i was hoping was that he would have come over here with bitching you about it still yeah. i don't even think we know he was in and the talked building all different. He came over here to be like what is happening on that shade 45 those guys i mean i saw selma and i was on their side <laughs> but uh oh i want to hear his music so bad oh, there's no way it's good uh he has a song called carmen tattoo up on youtube chris go after it like uh a banner fell. Got it. He's Chet Hanks on that one, though. Oh. Really? Yeah. But with an X. He doesn't K. He doesn't do the K and S. It's Chet Hanks. <laughs> Chet Hanks. I wish he called himself Chet Hanks Williams. The fourth. Here we go. I'm just trying to find you. Now I'm sitting here with my mind gone Since you left, I've been thinking about you Smoke rings and that drink song And I'm the pain of me living without you But sometimes, that's the only way you know it's real You told me love is pain You wrote it on your skin I got what I deserve No, it's like, um It's like a like bad R&B is Tom Hanks ever interviewed about this? Like he's got to be completely embarrassed. I would, I, it would be worse than if you brought up rape to fucking Bill Cosby. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's got to have a writer. Don't fucking bring up Chet. Tom Hanks just <laughs> ever <laughs> just backhand knuckle slaps you across the face every time. Now you have two boys. I have one boy. Uh, yeah. He's in the movie with me. <laughs> the other one shot himself in the stomach, Chet. and we have him back at fucking rehab. Chet Hayes got a Dominican girl pregnant <laughs> Chet Hayes uh, so it was probably Chet Hanks and maybe Tom Hanks asked him to change that that'd be smart wow what an uphill uh, climb yeah for what he's trying to I mean it's, you know what's funny it was probably super easy for him to get to here because Tom Hanks being his father, but now it's it's just it's all for well, nothing. I mean, I mean, if you called anybody and said I'm Tom Hanks's kid, be like, come on over, I'd like to meet you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Who's dropping you off? Your dad or your mom? <laughs> Tom Hanks, the actor. <laughs> yeah. That's your dad. Come through. Well, Tom Hanks was at that party that we had for the Springsteen show up at the Apollo, right? And he came in, and the thing about him is he's like one of the more famous people in America, easily. But nobody was like, oh, my God, it's Tom Hanks. They were like, hey, Tom. Like, everybody feels very close with Tom Hanks. You know what I mean? Like, they're comfortable with him. Now, this is super laughable, but why isn't, uh, I guess it sort of is, depending on what age you are, but why is Alan Thicke's kid 
taken very seriously, it would appear. No, not anymore. He can't. Like, he took a beat down like you wouldn't he believe. He blew it with that. Yeah. He dumped his chick, right? Yeah, and then uh, they also, they busted him for uh, stealing the song. Hey, come on in. Oh, the Marvin Gaye? Yeah. He ripped did he the get, Marvin Gaye. Did he actually get shit for that? Yeah. Ultimately? Oh, yeah. I thought everyone's like, uh, how come that uh, that Sam Smith guy doesn't get in any trouble for stealing won't back down? But he, he, but he won. I guess he won. Like Tom, no, Tom no. Petty won? Tom Petty won, yeah. Did I, he? They're up as co-writers. I have so many of those that I get make me so angry. Uh, the... That Green Day never gets called, I feel like, on uh, 25 or 6 to 4. Same exact chord progression. Is that right? Same it's exact. It's very chord. fucking hard to do, though. Uh, and then uh, Californication and then Tom Petty had that thing, too. Yeah. Right? That was uh, Last Dance for Mary Jane. Well, you know, I mean, you do that bit about airline peanuts, and that, you know what I mean? It's true. Why the- are there grill marks <laughs> on that meat? There's no grill up hey, there. Hey, I know what's going on. <laughs> um... You know, somebody should say like this, hey, I'm the one who talks about my dick. And now you, <laughs> now you talk that bit. What was she looking for, Chris? I didn't even... She, they disappeared in the shade. Well, what was she looking in here for? I don't know. They were gone by the time I went out. Why didn't you find them in the shade and open up like they do? Oh, I, man. I wanted to make sure Chet Hayes wasn't fucking good. We're going to be in a shit. gun battle. Let me tell you something about Chet. Mark my words. <laughs> that motherfucker's on his way. You're on your way, Chet. He's the next Tupac. Stop starting beef. You're going to get Fez uncomfortable. Isn't it Tupac? <laughs> <laughs> Might be. I could be saying it wrong. Yeah. I want to fuck it. Here's what I would do. I would try to put Chet Hayes up in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think, <laughs> I think he's ready. He's first ballot. <laughs> I think he's ready. Put him in before Chubby Checker. <laughs> do you see when Daryl Hall did that? Where's all the Philly acts? Where's Chubby oh, yeah. Checker? He was all Stylistics. <laughs> Yeah, he got really wound up. Yeah. You can piss him off easy. Right, they're Chinese? all opened up over there. Go find out what's going on, Chris. It's very strange. Yeah. Slowly. Like, there's no fucking hurry for this. Well, I am uh, happy to bring this up. Our buddy Barry Crimmins, they did the documentary on his life call me lucky bobcat uh directed this they are now uh at sundance so all night i'm watching the twitter watching the twitter and then all of a sudden finally i see explosions double standing ovations people going crazy laughter tears it's a giant success. I know Barry hadn't seen it yet, and here's Barry. He's out at Sundance. Barry, congratulations, buddy. Hey, thanks. It's uh, it's amazing. It was uh, yesterday was quite a night, and as Mark Twain says, when the others drink, I like to help, and so that we did. So you just went and made a night out of it. Well, you know, I mean, it takes a while in Utah with the beer out here. Yeah, right. It happens no, immediately. I, I, after a while, I just started drinking O'Doul's and vodka. <laughs> <laughs> now, when this laid out, you said you had never watched it before. You're watching your life take place on the big screen. Yeah. How aware were you of the audience around you and what they were feeling and thinking? Could you pick up that they were into it? Yeah, I mean, you saw the first kind of joke from... 30 years ago, go big with the audience, and you go, wow, they, they they know what I'm talking about 30 years ago. When we move forward, we should probably be doing okay, and uh, we did. 
I, I, I was actually sitting around and I'm going, I know it's happening. I know the way people tweet. I'll be able to know pretty quick whether I could just drop this and never talk to Barry about it again. If, it, <laughs> if you just found out it didn't do well, I thought, I'm just not going to bring it up. But from what I heard, a couple of different standing ovations. Yeah. Uh, well, the movie got a standing O, and then they introduced Bob, and he got a standing O, and then he introduced me, and I got a standing O. Wow. So I, I counted three. Three, yeah. okay. Um uh, so you guys did like a Q and A after the fact? Yeah, we did. We yeah. did, and and uh, I was in shock, but I, I'm good. You know, like a lot of my story has been. I know how to operate in shock, so I did well apparently. But I can't tell you really what, what happened. Wow. I mean, that's I'm, this. This is really surreal to have a documentary about you blow up and uh, and Sundance. I can't even begin to even understand that. No, yeah, it's great. It was nothing I was planning on. That's yeah. that's for certain. But it's it's great, and I mean, you know, I literally trusted Bobcat with my life, yeah. and uh, it was uh, it was a good move. Uh, I, you know, I I I trusted wisely, and he did an amazing job. As did all my friends and associates, and everybody, you know, who the crew and everybody. I mean. I now understand why people say all the boring stuff about movies afterwards because it's, it's such a collaborative effort. Yeah, that you really, you know, you're a dick if you don't mention everybody. Uh, and I didn't know this until last night, but Robin Williams was the guy who put up the original money to get yeah, this. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and, and his final, you know, and one of his final quiet acts of generosity, uh, he. He gave Bob the money to go out and shoot the beginning of it, and then, uh, and I think he's even willing to help more. Mm-hmm. But Bob didn't. Bob didn't want to take advantage of his friend that way, so he just shot some great footage and went back and sold, and then got the real uh, financing almost right away. And, uh, and uh, then we were all set there. But yeah, there's no Robin, no movie. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, and all the heats on Bobcat, I guess, today, right? That, you know, when something like this happens at a big festival like this, you look back over all that work, and you and I talked this, about this before. He's an amazing director. It's, I mean, he is such... I mean, what he does, too, is he just sort of takes the hit for everybody. It's not like... You know, he, he's never the boss. You know, he's like, it's collaborative effort, but when there's some shit to take or something hard to deal with, he's there taking it and acting like it's normal. And in my case, there's a lot of the film deals with me surviving child abuse and whatever. There were times when it would have been a lot easier for him and a lot would have to, to, to do something that was so could have compromised me in some way or been a little callous towards me or whatever. Sure. In every case, not only did he make the right choice, but it never looked like a choice. It never looked like anything. Matter-of-factly, just covered me, and that's how things were done. Mm-hmm. And and uh, it, it was impressive and very touching uh, to watch. And, I mean, you know, and, and boy, did we name this the right thing. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty amazing. You know, when, uh, I I was talking to uh, Ron White when I talked to yeah. him, and he had brought up when he ran into some trouble before that Robin Williams and Bobcat just showed up to. Oh sure. And yeah. and and he didn't know them. He was I heard that. In, I heard that interview. It was yeah. a great interview. Yeah. Uh, and like I'm saying, that's the people that you got in your life. Too, dude, and I think it's just amazing. I mean, that this is your life story 
presented this way, it's just mind-blowing to me, man. Well, it's just, I mean, really, and I can hear you do it with those guys on your show as much as there's the adversarial thing. Right. You treat people like somebody, and they behave like somebody, and you get great results out of them right. that way. And, 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 you know, I hear it with you every day, you know, and, you, you know, you're the boss, you walk point, you take care of everything, but that crew's there doing its job because there's this cool guy in charge, and this is fun, and we, we got something good to accomplish here. You know what? Uh, you know what I dig though. I jumped on the Barry Crimmins bandwagon before everybody else, so I'm really, really. I I beat Sundance to the point here. I'm happy yes. about that, dude. Uh, I I can't wait. You guys you come to New York call. and we can talk about this. I can't. I can't wait to get to New York. Well, I'll be in New York for some stuff, and I'll tell you what. Whenever anything else is going to happen, you'll be the first to know. I really appreciate you getting behind the film early on. I love you guys. Uh, matter of fact, I. I think I saw the. I went to the Midnight Rider gifting boutique, and I got a nice Western coat out Sweet. of him. So I'm, you know, that's tremendous. But I look forward to seeing you guys, and we'll get Bob for it. He's down introing the movie now, and uh, and uh, when anything else happens, whatever. There's some other some other opportunities that have already presented themselves, and you guys will be the first to know about it. Love the show. Listen every day. You're the greatest. All right, my brother. I really appreciate it. Okay, love Take care everybody. yourself. Bye. Bye. Um. So that's Barry Cravens. As I said, this is a guy who started the Boston scene a long, long time ago, that, that Chinese restaurant, Ding Ho. He was a comic, and it's one of the reasons that you ever see the Boston comics, they don't put up with stealing, they all go out and find their own way, is basically because of this scene that was set up very, very early on, you know, and it still has this ripple effect all the way down to, you know, Louis C.K. and Bob Kelly and and Bill Burr. That you see those guys that come out of the same place, but they all have their own original stuff. So much of that comes from that early scene. But what I didn't know is that Barry was this childhood um, survivor from when he was like four years old of some really horrific shit. And this movie was put together by Bobcat, a documentary on his life. When I first heard about it, I'm like, oh, this will be cool, because I was always interested in how, how come so many guys come out of Boston. But then it's reflected back on the rest of this stuff that's happening with him, and it's, uh, it's an amazing, an amazing uh, story. And Sundance just went crazy for it last night. So uh, I've been working on a documentary about Big J. A big part of it is him being stuck in the lobby today. I don't know whether that's going to be enough. Well, I mean, it definitely sets up a sets a tone for a good trailer. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> security footage. Like, how, you know what? Let's just leave. Like, <laughs> Fuck this. Let's just leave. It's sort of a found footage horror yeah. thing more than a documentary. You know, they never really do any found footage. It's just dull. Like the... <laughs> Basically, the tapes that my dad shot years ago. Daily <laughs> vacation, nothing's mm-hmm. happening. I was holding up sandwiches at a picnic table. <laughs> Never knows, like, before you could talk and shit, like when they would actually shoot film, you would just hold up food oh. or a beer or something. I got something so funny. When I was young and my ex-girlfriend, when I was a teenager, would give me, like, would make videos for me, like dirty videos for me. Mm-hmm. She would give them to me on these little tapes. And those tapes, so it would be her doing stuff 
but on either side of that little part she recorded over was like the family building their home and like someone's wedding and like Christmas with a baby and they just go to her just like punch fucking herself to 80s music like Hall and Oates it's fucking so great or like uh, no not even it would more be like uh, like uh, like John Cougar Mellencamp hurts so good is on, yeah. but but there's better, even better than that's like '90s like club songs, right? Like 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 Desert Miss the Rain, just her just like bashing clam <laughs> the back of a hairbrush or something. I know what she was, it was great. Just fucking email it to, to email. This is before, before no. Email? She'd sneak she would, out of her house and give me a tiny tape, and I had to go buy an adapter tape what? to put that tape in. And then make that, uh, yeah, it was hilarious. This sounds like the TV show Shameless. I mean, we've hit that point. Oh, it was so great. And she, it was super funny. Those videos were always, it's always something so wholesome on either end of just this awful filth. Do you think your life would make a documentary, though? No. Nope. What about you, Chris? Maybe like the early childhood stuff could be good. Oh, because your dad was so crazy? Yeah, I think that would, that would probably be, that's, that's my fucking, that's my key to it. And to now growing up into someone who's fucking slightly less crazy. What about you, Fez, with all the things that you've been through? Would you ever consider making a documentary version of Groundhog's Day? See, that it would, there would be nothing changing in it. But then you could be bringing up the same thing in every day. So when you look back at the tape, you're like, he's still stuck in this it's one It's kind spot. of fucking like brilliant to have a documentary yeah. where the subject doesn't change. It doesn't, I don't think it's been done before. Well, no, why would they? But see, that doing it first, that's like some meta shit. Everyone ends like, what the fuck? No, Everyone it's like that thing it. when Andy Warhol shot the guy sleeping for eight hours. Okay. And you're like, oh, I love the idea of that. But then you're just watching a dude sleeping for eight hours. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't buy into the... Bizarre, just because it's bizarre, it has to be someone entertaining. I don't get that. What if Fez actually, you know, made some changes for the documentary? Did some different things. That would probably be good. Would you do it? Um. Yeah. Well, I don't want to promise and then not change. He doesn't want to break an oath. I mean, just simply at the end of it, Fez gets some ass or something. Yeah. That'd be great. That part of it. I mean, you, you don't have to show it, that obviously. You want it to be something you could show in well, like We started yeah. this. He was all filled with fear. Now he's dating. He's so, jumping out of airplanes. So he's fucking going out to see American <laughs> Sniper with his boyfriend. And they're heckling. <laughs> <laughs> you baby killer. <laughs> Fuck you, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Murderer. <Yeah. laughs> We'll do it down in Alabama, someplace, someplace where people really lose their shit. <laughs> Takes a real tough man to hide and shoot a child. You've been shamed in this country. <laughs> did you see American Sniper? I assume you did. I haven't seen it yet. Really? No. Oh. Well, never mind then. <laughs> Is it like Saving Private Ryan? Is it the same thing? I haven't seen Saving Private Ryan yet. Oh, God. I'll just, I don't want to fucking give it away, but they save him. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they save Private <laughs> they Ryan. Private Ryan and then yeah. in turn save him? You know, here's the weird thing. Do you remember the end of Saving Private Ryan where he's like an old man now? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. and he tumbles and everyone comes running over. All I can think about is one of the girls, giant tits. One yeah. of the girls who was running over and like everybody, it's a sob scene. I'm like, look at this big tits bounce. Nice rack. <laughs> It could never get out of my fucking head. It throws me out. If I was a director, I'd say, look, you are good. It's not you. It's your tits. I've got to... Get those distracting breasts out of the scene, please. 
Thanks. I had the same problem with the end of Weird Science. What? What was your problem with that? Oh, no, real, real genius. genius. Oh, there was a little girl with giant tits jumping around in the popcorn. Is it this girl in the purple sweater? I'm sure it is. I haven't seen this in a while, but... <laughs> one of the blondes. Who's he supposed to be now? Matt Damon? Yeah, that's Matt Damon, because everyone else you... died. Now, is that Matt Damon in makeup? <laughs> it looks like Brian Regan's dad has come <laughs> to save Private Ryan. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be purple sweater girl. <laughs> She's right next, this is ridiculous. Her, her breast is right next to that kid. Yeah, look at that. That's nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, look at those things. Yeah. Jeez. I, the other thing with they have Stretching that shirt out. Yeah, she can't help it. You know what? That alligator on her shirt looks like a dragon. <laughs> Dragging those tits around, That's what she's doing. Did I live a good life? Killed some Nazis. Did I raise some big titted daughters or what? <laughs> Why are you on a windbreaker when you're fucking at the fu- at? A- Jeez, he's crazy looking. Class it up, old man. Irish people you're freak a zombie. me out. Those zombie eyes. I guess, see, this is why we should go and heckle American Sniper. (laughs) 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 Your bush is puppet, that's all. (laughs) Uh, The thing I was going to say about all that shit coming out about the snipers being cowards, I do think it's interesting that in the movie, they they make sure the character at a couple points in the movie goes like, man, I really wish I was down there with you guys busting into the places. Is that what he said? I mean, and then he does. One time he's like, he leaves his post like, I'm going in there with those guys. I hate doing this from afar. I'm no coward. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. They are. (laughs) They are. They want me to do this, but I'm not me. I wish I could be further back. <laughs> I want to see a movie about a guy who just operates a drone. Yeah, they saw the drones. I heard you're in Vegas most of the time. Well, yeah, this be, from his house. The great thing about that is you can actually drink on the job. You're just fucking shooting on a drone. It's a fucking video game. You got a big tall boy with you. <laughs> Did you see this guy? We put it up on the iBag that this uh, guy put Roman candles on his drone and is chasing his friend. No. It's fucking great. <laughs> It's this is the brilliant. first time that I wanted a drone. <laughs> so now he's whipping. You just seeing the candles, and he's heading back towards his friend. What is this? Look at this. <laughs> I mean, that really looks like incoming. Yeah. It's like trails and shit. Fucking nail right in the head. It's great. <laughs> He's actually hitting him. <laughs> I think it's always funny to see somebody get hit with a fucking fireworks. Some guy in my uh, neighborhood, he puts... Uh, we were kids, of course. So he puts a fucking... This firecracker... Into uh, Fish's Gill, right? To, and lights it up. You know, to, for the funny joke of it fucking blowing off the fish's head. The fish flops up in the air. Thing blows up in his face. He loses his eye. He's got to get a glass eye. Well, then they, then they start to go like this. Where'd they get the fireworks from? We had to go like this. What's the matter? Where you got it from? <laughs> he's, he's the one who did it. What, why is your fucking trail leading you back here? Let's just drop it. They're free to everyone, right? 
it's whatever. Because it was like a big thing in PA then. You couldn't have fireworks. Yeah, at the, in New York, when I was growing up, uh, like bodegas would sell them illegally. And they, they, everyone really? knew they were selling them, but you you know, it wasn't totally legal. I think you used to have to make like a Virginia run. Yeah. To go down to Virginia, like people would be like, pick up fireworks. All the adults in my neighborhood would always tell made up stories about the kid who blew his hand off with the M80. That yeah. So you should never fuck around with that stuff. Of course, it's not that made up. I mean, it happens every yeah. year. It's always some <laughs> fucking moron. The same guy was putting razor blades in all the apples for, for no, Halloween. You can understand a kid lighting on to a fucking M80 and then holding it too long. I don't understand that. You know, <laughs> so you, you know stick a dynamite up in the air, or and they're just I'm going to throw it at my friend. They're Chinese made. You know, there's no quality control on the fireworks. This is a fucking second anti-Asian thing I heard today. Same. Yeah, Chinese made. How's theme. that worse? You know, else is uh, Chinese What's that? made. That hat you're wearing, that jacket, yeah, it's the underwear stuff. you refuse to change. It's all made of asbestos. <laughs> this barbecue sauce from Don. Wow. Now, this is the thing. Everybody got barbecue sauce, but I'm the only one who got extra spices. I noticed that. You got some who broth. brought that in? Uh, this is our boss. It's Don Wiki Wicklin. Oh, okay. He also has a side job where he sells condiments. <laughs> Big J's here. He's going to be. He I've been sitting here talking to him. <laughs> I'm reminding everyone that he's here and where he's going to be this weekend. Andy, right? Indianapolis at Crackers Comedy Club. That's January 29th through Saturday, the 31st. CrackersComedyClub.com uh, for tickets at Big J Okerson on Twitter. If it's good, you know it's crackers. That's what they're, they say. <laughs> Enjoy some crackers. I think crackers is for cracking up. I just thought it was for white people. You know something? What? I don't mind when you make fun of Asians, but I have whites in my family. <laughs> I didn't know that. I Back off. <laughs> Back off, jack off. Done and done. I, Jay, I don't know whether you're, you were aware of this when Fez Watley made an oath never to watch NFL football mm -hmm. because Michael Sam was cut. Fair enough. Um, Fez wants to watch the Super Bowl, so he sent an email to Michael Sam's agent asking if he can get out of it. <laughs> and apparently Michael Sam's agent said, I showed this to Michael Sam, and yeah, you can go and enjoy the NFL. With Michael's blessing. Did this happen? There it is right there. <laughs> that fucking idiot actually did it. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Do you believe he actually showed it to him? Oh, uh, sure. That's great. I, I, I believe the, the entire thing was typed by Fez Watley, and I've already found um, that the dates were changed. Which, by the way, if this was a court of law, Fez, mm -hmm. that would have been thrown out. This would have been inadmissible. Doctor, doctor, doctor. And he would, in fact, have to uphold his self-imposed well, ban. Yeah, the self-imposed ban has nothing to do with Michael Sam. You know what I mean? That would like me writing to Michael Sam and say, you know what? I'm trying to cut back on the food, but I'm going to stop and get a fucking cheesesteak on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Sam would go like this. Yeah, go ahead. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know you, sir. It had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Why did you originally... Say, I'm not going to watch the NFL. Because I was really angry in a moment of time that Michael Sam was cut from the Dallas practice squad. All right, so 
Why is that an NFL anger? Yeah. Yeah, and by the way, you did it before that. You did it when the Rams cut him. Oh, yeah, I was furious then, and then Dallas picked him up right away. Is that right? Is it? How, I thought it took a couple weeks. I thought it was just a few days. I thought you quit after... And by the way, Fez had already paid a guy to be a Rams fan this year. This is what I think. All right, so you're now saying at that time you were mad, you no longer are mad that that happened. I'm. I'm still. I, I still think he got the shaft. I think he was. Uh, you, you, you've just got. That's to why you got cut. Zing. Is, yeah. Getting the shaft. Right. Come you on. got it. Cock. No, it's good. Cock. Nah, it's good. This my is timing laughing. wasn't good. No, it's this early. Is me laughing. Me. I don't feel like it is. You know? <laughs> Feels disingenuous. <laughs> Look at this. I'm like, hey, that's good. That's good, Jay. Hey, good. You got some stuff, huh? All right. <laughs> You made an oath because you wanted to hurt the NFL for what they did. Right. Not just the Michael Sam, but all gay children out there will look up as someone. Right. Now you decided you no longer want to do that. No, I'd like to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, not to the Super Bowl, but your house to watch the Super Bowl. So what I'm trying to say is this. It never mattered to you. Yes, it absolutely mattered to me. I was furious about it. Was, is what I'm trying to say to you. There is a part of you who said this is not a big deal anymore because it's no longer an I. Now, if you look, are you familiar with Bobby Sands? No. From the IRA? He would not eat food for the way the Irish were being treated. He stayed like that until he died. He didn't say, look, Irish people, can I have something to eat? <laughs> I'm dying. That's what a man does, and that's why he's... Famous, and that's why you know his name today, Fez. <laughs> this was your opportunity to be the Bobby Sands of gay people, to be the Mahatma Gandhi of gay people. But in that respect, Michael Sam doesn't want me to starve to death. That isn't why you do it. You don't do it for Michael Sam, you do it for gay people. But Fez is good usually at, at holding his like no movies, right? Oh no, he saw movies. He oh, breaks he lied them all. About that. He lies. He was caught with the movie. Then he was also caught doctoring this document. Me, <laughs> and, and he does. Um, here's the thing. No music. Doesn't listen to music. It's like if there was a a hunger strike, and then Gandhi went. Is that lasagna? Because I fucking love lasagna. I could have a sliver of it, yeah. right? <laughs> and I will make lasagna this week and sit it in front of you. Just to remind you of this metaphor. With a little sausage and meat in it, or are you just going to go cheese? Oh, I just sausage and meat. I make it nice. That's good. I actually cook it the day before so it's nice and settles. Of course. You're you know how everyone likes second day lasagna? Yes. I think, oh, then why not cook it the day before? Put it in the fridge overnight. You make it nice for everybody. I wish people not from Philly knew food, but they don't. <laughs> when you get on that chip and they keep just trying to go, go ahead, put your fruit in this chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having Christine bring Wawa up her ass. <laughs> International smuggling. <laughs> um, here is Nick. Nick in North Carolina. You're on the Run Fez show. Nick, we got you, buddy? I'm sorry, Nick. We cannot talk to you. Robert in Kansas, can you hear us? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Fed. Yes. You think Michael Sam will be watching the Super Bowl? I'm sure he is. He's a football fan. 
Well, he might not be able to see. Yeah. He might, like us. He might not be able to see. <laughs> he might not be able to see with balls in his eyes. Oh, Get it? Because he's sixty-nine wow. and a guy. Oh. That's see, they, you know what? You're right. They're disgusting. I thought. <laughs> I no, don't put that in my mouth. <laughs> that was, was logistical balls. joke. Those my balls. <laughs> balls. <laughs> see, here's the thing. I was just like saying me and you as a couple of regular fellas, right? A yeah. Of buddies. Until Jay pointed that out. I know. If oh, no, I made no, no, some no. sort of hetero joke, Jay won't be able to watch it. He's got a pair of tits in his eyes. I wish. That's hot. See? That I wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, but uh, nice. it was, uh, I was saying Michael Sam does oh. have a boyfriend. They'll be, yeah. he, he says, is he going to watch the Super Bowl? I said, no, he might have balls in his eyes. White balls. Is his boyfriend white? Yeah. White and little. Yeah. White balls in his eyes. Um, I want to make sure I'm not misunderstood. Now. Oh, yeah. Oh, those guys are totally going to 69 door in the ball. I've got a, um, a spy report. Spy report. And this one is going to blow you away. Spy report. You may not even be ready for this. Oh, hell yeah. Hollywood and Broadway legend Joel Gray has come out as a gay man. Spy <laughs> report. Spy report. Spy oh, report. Oh, God. Longtime singer what? and hoofer. <laughs> Spy report. Sorry, ladies. Spy, re- spy report. Gotta dance. Spent his whole fucking life doing that stuff. It's opening night. Why do you know those theater guys love to sing about theater? They're just constantly it's all about it. So there he is. You wouldn't know. No. No. This is what. This is what's keeping me from getting clear glasses. This is a crazy day when Joel Gray comes out of the closet. Now I feel weird for masturbating to Remo Williams. Um, here's what he said. All the people close to me have known for years who I am. And yet it took time to embrace the other part of who I always was. He should have said, all of North America knew exactly <laughs> that I was gay. <laughs> ever since I started Cabaret as the gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> Come to a cab. Even the, that hat. Yeah, it's ridiculous. First of all, he looks like he's in a museum then. But his uh, his daughter is a baby standing in the corner. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Jennifer Gray. Jennifer Gray, yeah. No one recognizes her anymore since she fixed her nose. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And she was cuter with the weird nose. And she's pretty now, though. With her little button Yeah, well, she was never unattractive, I'm just saying. But she's... All right, let's I, take a look I at her. I dug her look more. Okay, this is before. If I was her doctor, I would say this to her. Would you want to get rid of that Junos? <laughs> <laughs> That's a technical term in my medical book. Junos. Well, can I see your diploma one more time, doctor? Right here, Junos. Um, shave down that beak. See what, see what it looks like after I that. I got a lathe here in the back. Look at her now. She looks fantastic. She looks like a Presbyterian. You know what I mean? It's great. Yeah. I could take her to Iowa she without something. feeling embarrassed. <laughs> oh, she looks freaky. <laughs> freaky? What's freaky she about is, her? She just looks different when she, she yeah. looks like a normal but woman. But it's so much certain. No, she does not. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. I mean, she... <laughs> oh, no. <look>. Terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's a normal woman. I would actually say this. If I was writing up a review of her, I'd say, a nose so small she can walk past the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> She looks pretty in that one. Where? That one you just right, right there. 
I didn't even know that was her. I thought this was even another woman. No, no, this is Jennifer Grey. This is normal-looking Jennifer Grey. Yeah. You know, my favorite thing is when she was uh, the sister who... In, um, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. I thought she was great in that. And in, in real life, she she ended up with Ferris Bueller. Like, he dated his sister from the movie. No shit. That's yeah, it kind of grosses people out. See? <laughs> the fact that you say hot instead of ooh goes to the show. I bet you banged Charlie Sheen, too. Oh, yeah. I bet Ferris Bueller did. Wait till he comes out as gay. We'll all be shocked back there, too. Riots in the fucking street. Look, there's a million guys. Like, if Regis would say to me, I'm gay, I'd go, I know. I've known for years. <laughs> Marty know. Short, I know you're gay. I get it. It's not a big deal. If you look at Letterman, if, if Paul Schaefer just said, Dave, this has been on my mind for years. <laughs> I'm gay. We don't go, I get it. The guy who wrote It's Raining Men. Yeah. There's a lot of straight gay guys. But do you think there's more straight gay guys or gay straight guys? I think there's more straight gay guys. I, don't I think, think so. I said that right. I think gay straight guys. Like gays living as straights. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah, I meant. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely what there's more of. Yeah. I'm just like, with, with the, uh, again, it's regional, I guess. I was going to say with the times where they are, but, you know, the middle of this country might not be cool. When I watch the, you ever watch that documentary, Bully? Is it a documentary? Yeah. All right, no. There's a documentary called Bully. It's, it's on, I believe it's on Netflix. It's pretty. Heartbreaking about kids just getting like tore. It was tough to watch. I saw it in the theater, but uh, but one girl going through it. Um, I even made like a joke sort of about it, about like like uh, how easy to say you're gay is. Like you're very regional. Like in New York, it's not a big deal to come out no. as gay. You're not going to deal with any problems. But in this town, like I felt like it was a girl who was a lesbian, and like her family said so they have they've had to move three times right because like just. When people find out in the neighborhood, it's just so religious that they, they don't talk to them. They don't invite them to anything anymore. See, that's it's, the thing. It's always the, the, tough. the Jesus heads uh, yeah, struggle of with it because they think it's a sin. And wherever they dominate, it's just going to be, you know. Yeah. You know, no, it's, look, it's never, you know, being a kid, even being a popular kid isn't easy. Sure. It's still a pain in the ass because you're worried about you losing it. Oh, but, I... I that that heart, that documentary is one of the most heartbreaking things ever. There's a kid, you know, who's got, got an odd look. He's odd looking kid. He's yeah. uh, seems like a nice enough kid. As an adult, you watch this thing. He's going through, it, and when they say, "Why doesn't he?" Uh, they're like, "Why don't you say?" Because these kids will just walk up to him in the morning and, like, you know, they call him fish face, and they just punch him, like mm. just punch him in the chest. Oh, I did see that. And he says that thing, but but he said that line that they were like, "Why don't you say something about it or go to a teacher or complain about it?" He goes, "Because if I'm not getting hit, no one's paying attention to me at all." Yeah, He's like, it's the I only his that. only interaction. That was one of the most heartbreaking things I've I ever know. heard. Yeah, that kid. I feel so bad for putting him in a locker by his underwear you know after what? that. I, but, I just wish I would seen documentary first. But he's a nerd. You know what I mean? It had <laughs> yeah. to happen. And I hate nerds. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm watching my favorite show, Friday Night Tykes. And well, Soder told me that was an insane show. The, yeah, it's, a, it's nuts. So they got this big black girl, and she's 10, but she's twice the size of everyone else. Yeah. But she moves really slow, like... And she doesn't hit hard. And they're yelling at her, take your aggression out. You know, even her own mom. Everyone and teases she just you wants, all the time, yeah, right? She just wants to be I, I left alone. Yeah. You know, and she a girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, I mean, wherever she is, she's a different kind of kid. 
But you're right. When you see that, it breaks your heart. Yeah. No, yeah. When you when you can't do anything about it. Yeah. What I thought was weird in that documentary was the parents watching the footage, and the dads are always just kind of like you know simply like, "Well, fight back," you know, and then right. That's then, what we were taught. In my family, like, you have to hit him for. And I remember so many times that people would say, "Look, you go out there, you see that fucker, you hit him first. He's going to go down, and he's going to stay down, and that'll be it." I'm like, "Okay, I believe I fucking punch some guy in the face, and I see him just turn around, and he's just wailing." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this was not in the plan. <laughs> We're on. Yeah, but I was I was told to fight back always. I was. Yeah. I never really got in too much trouble for that. But I was in a lot of like growing up. I was in a lot of stupid fights. But like after school shit. But a lot. Yeah. And I was definitely like I. I just could. I was too like sluggish and like fat kid to run. I couldn't like, get away from. So you just stay I had fight. to. I had no yeah. choice. Yeah. So win or lose, I just kind of went dealt with it. It was always over and. 30 seconds to a minute. That's always the best thing about it, that if that there are people that want to break it up, yeah. you know, particularly in a school. Like, this fucking, you just got to swim quick, and then when they start yelling fights, and before you know it, people are pulling you apart. Oh, if someone was, was uh, fucking with me where I felt it was like this one might be a tough one to try to win, like yeah. this was not going to be, didn't feel fair, like I was about to fight someone who, or one of his friends might jump in I would throw the first punch but like you know in front of like we used to go walk to like a library or I'd, I'd throw a first yeah. punch there in a heartbeat just because I know the security guard will come out and yeah. tell right. me when to go home and be like let's just do it here I'll get a few shots in, and then hopefully we'll get broken and up and then uh, you know I'll tussle and yell shit back while I'm being pulled away <laughs> you son of a bitch you motherfucker <laughs> that's the was you're that lucky a... this is over dazed <laughs> <laughs> uh, and confused is that one of the best scenes of all time uh, because you hit them, and, and then they link arms. <laughs> they link arms so no one can get out. And he can't fucking believe it. <laughs> and then he's actually so mad that he's fucking crying when he's yelling back. You fucking <laughs> When you're fucking yelling like that, like little brother yelling, you motherfucking... That's when you've always got like a stick knife. What the fuck this is a series of hammer fists. Yeah. <laughs> Some person's already unconscious. That's always the thing, too, is like when you have that kind of thing. And I was like, what's wrong with you, dude? Calm down. <laughs> You're like, what? Now? Now we're not bothering each other? Whoa, bro. Then it's me. <laughs> Let's break. Big J staying with us. We'll, stay, we'll even stay late for Chris leaving him out there. <laughs> right on Fez Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. <laughs> It's Ron and Fez show on a Wednesday. I'm doing OP radio tomorrow. I think your show starts at 10? 7. That's a little early for me. 7 a.m. I'll probably get there for the end of it. <laughs> I'll probably get there when it's just kicking in around 10. So, uh, Friday we are doing, uh, you know, all the comedian Super Bowl predictions. Big J, this may not surprise you. It surprised me. How many of them don't know shit about football? There are a lot of comics who went, I'm not, I, I just don't know who would win what. And you're like, <laughs> what? I don't follow football. 
I mean, you have to. Don't you think those same people should at least just shoot out an answer of one of the two teams they've heard a thousand times? I don't need to know anything to have an opinion on it. I could easily jump That's in what I mean. just, and have an opinion on anything. Like, I have no that? problem at all saying somebody on a World Cup team should be traded. Kimbo Slice is the greatest UFC fucking, I guess, no, fighter. No problem. Of all time. No problem saying that. Because even if you're wrong, no one can hold you to it. <laughs> Kimbo no Slice. No one gets yeah, what, fired What's wrong for that. with Kimbo Slice? He's the man, or what? Well, he was the man of YouTube. He should have got a YouTube crown. <laughs> he should have got a YouTube crown because, man, it really. I've never rooted harder for somebody who was such a failure at a sport. Um, well, I was going to say Jerry Cooney, but he's such a nice man and he's in here all the time. Are you still putting up pictures of I'm her? Closing it. Oh, I just saw Denny down at the pisser. Guess who he's impressed with? Big J's knowledge of musical. He goes, he seems like he went to the College of Musical Knowledge. Yeah? Hey, he's very impressed with you. Don't take that. Thinks that you might make it on CBS FM. Ooh. <laughs> FM. That's yeah. a good signal. It is a good signal. You get it in stereo. I don't know what I'm hearing. This, all these, just keeps happening. But this would be an opportunity for you to do live reads that you were excited about earlier. Big J's going to be at Crackers Comedy Club. That's in Indianapolis starting tomorrow, Thursday through Saturday. Go to crackerscomedy.com for tickets and more information. And Big J Okerson, at Big J Okerson on Twitter. Uh, Dave, Delaware, what's up, buddy? Yeah, hey, buddy. Hey, listen, Jay, I uh, want to help Big Jay out with a documentary that I came up with. It's a 20-minute documentary. It's kind of like uh, 10 Years a Boy. Uh, I'm going to follow Jay for the 20-year period, and it's pretty much one-minute clips. And I'm probably going to hear about the same thing. It's going to be next year. That's the Eagles' year. Super Bowl, <laughs> baby. Next year. I think it is going to happen for them next year. Next year's the year. <laughs> I think they're going to get the throwing Samoan, the flying Hawaiian, and that whole offense is going to take off. Leslie wanted to know if Fez had contact this whole time, and he really is a favorite player, why didn't Fez invite him on the show as a guest when he got cut? Why doesn't Fez ever think of the show first? Hashtag, I don't believe any of this shit. Well, then she wouldn't believe anything I had to say otherwise, then. Just like the rest of us. We don't believe you. As of now, this is, only comes down to one thing. Should Fez be allowed to watch the Super Bowl for me? I'll put it up to vote. Big J? Yes. If he went through the effort of emailing Lying? a guy to get us, so you, you think it's totally made up? Yeah. You don't believe it at all? No. I don't believe it because it's from Fez. And he lies about everything. But I do believe, like you said, anyone who goes through the trouble of making up that kind of lie really wants to hang out with you that day. So you're touched by that. Yeah, I am kind of touched by that. <laughs> Chris, what do you think? No. This this ruse, no. He can't go to the Super Bowl with you. Not after making up an email. It's one-to-one. -one. That means my tiebreaker is always Shelby. Shelby wasn't talked at all today. You know. Apparently you yelled at him yesterday. Yeah, I yelled at him yesterday after the show. Why? Uh, because he did something I told him explicitly not to, and then uh, use the restroom. <laughs> you never ever piss or shit <laughs> without my fucking express. <laughs> uh, he loaded something when I told him. I actually told him earlier in the day, "You're not doing that." And then I go upstairs. I loaded that, and then I was like, "What the fuck did you do?" Because you have to now recheck it. Yeah, because I it's not helping me because I have to recheck it, go through it, and 
So you don't believe him like I don't believe Fess. That's right. If he sends me a, a fucking letter from Michael Sam, I'm not going to believe him. Three interns. Water's been out for two hours. Great job training them. All right, that's <laughs> one yes, one no. Fez, your life is going to be left in Shelby's hands. It's up to Shelby. Do I get a vote? No, why would you get a vote? <laughs> I know how you're voting. You're willing to lie for it. I would simply even stop the vote now if you would just say, I don't believe in gay causes, and I was just showboating, acting like I care about things. But when it became difficult to believe in something, that's when I jumped out. When, before Shelby votes, can I just really genuinely ask, you don't believe that this email is a real thing? Dude, he changed the dates on it. Now, do you think at some point this is going to be like a ha-ha funny joke? Or is Fez, you don't believe him and you think he's trying to pass it off a lie as truth? No, he... If you just believe that email, if you're like, oh, that's really cool, I'll see you at the Super Bowl, he would never be like, by the way, I totally made that. Like, Well, first of all, I didn't hold him to this oath. I don't care whether he watches football or not. And he was invited to my house. The fact that he went and act like Michael Sam's agent said that I could come to your house is insane to me. <laughs> because I don't think that he did anything by not watching football this year. It's my flaw in seeing the good in people, I guess, but I believe him. I think this happened. I don't think that... You're I think sad, it happened. Big Jay Okerson. Yeah. Then let me ask you this. <laughs> it's possible. When he said that he was buying everybody floor seats because he lost the bet for the Brooklyn Nets and didn't come through. Because he found out what floor seats cost. <laughs> Do you still believe in him? I believe that when he said he was going to get us all bond me sandwiches, except for Chris and Shelby, because he was mad at them, I, I ate a sandwich that day. Yeah, that day it was just a sandwich to hurt those two guys. That was a spite. I believe he would do anything. It was a delicious sandwich. Hurt. I think the thing that made it taste so good was the anger. <laughs> the thing is, now with Shelby having the vote, and knowing... I probably shouldn't have brought up. Yeah, bringing that up. That thing. Think of all the good things Fez did, though, too. Um, but here's the thing. If someone says, I'm going to do something because I believe in something, right? And then no new information comes along. They only change their mind because it causes them discomfort. The only thing is, he doesn't care about watching football, but he wants to keep up this tradition to come in my house. And hanging out together that day. Lasagna. This would have been the time to say, oh, and I'm only making lasagna because you brought it up. This is called punishment lasagna. <laughs> whatever whatever the, makes you make it, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's right up there with the punishment bond me. But this was finally where this would have ached. The character would have ached. And, that, and that's when he cracked. Hmm. Shelby, now remembering, if you vote against Fez, you've made an enemy. There's no way that this letter is real. Fez should not go to this party. Wow, I'm sorry, Fez. Oh, boy. Whoa. Sorry, buddy. Can Fez, Fe, this letter's real, Fez, yeah? Yes. I just believe, why would he lie to everyone like that? We're I all emailed adults. Empire okay. agents, the athletes. Why did you... Uh, Change the dates, and why when we called there, was there no one there? No and answer. I'm sure Shelby's been calling all day, right? Shelby. It just rings and rings and rings. How many times did you try? Once? About nine times now. 
See, I don't believe that. Dial it now, and we'll listen to it ring. <laughs> so just call the number and then put and it I, on hold. And I am disappointed. Look, if you would have had Michael Sam call up here mm-hmm. and say, hey, this is Michael Sam. I heard what Fez is doing, and I think he should be able to drop his thing. We're not going to say no to Michael Sam. But for you to come in and say, I, I didn't get him, I got a receptionist there on an email, no, that doesn't carry anything. But the email's from the agent. Is it? Yes. There's not an agent's name on that. Yeah, there it is. It could have been anybody. Michael Sam's agent at Gmail? <laughs> no. Is that just, real? There's no it's name at, the agency. at all. It's just the agency. Uh and it says, hi, Fez, showed your email to Michael. He thanks you for your loyalty and support and definitely gives his blessing on enjoying the NFL football you would like. <laughs> Stupid. He's a foreign guy. And then he writes, Happy New Year. <laughs> and because of that, we're like, wait, why would he write Happy New Year on the, on the 28th of January? And we found out that Fez had changed this and he's been sitting with it very much. Thank you, V. Well, Things Shelby has the great. ringing up on the online. Right, let's hear the ringing. Fez also hates people who say Happy New Year. So you got to put you? it on hold in there, you idiot. <laughs> I told you, just put it on hold. He's not doing anything. He keeps his thumb on it. I'm not hearing a ring or anything else. There it is. This is the so-called agency that doesn't answer. It's a payphone in LA. <laughs> it's the last work in payphone. It's above Top Cat's trash can. <laughs> hey, Dibble. <laughs> Bullshit. Secrets and lies exposed. I can only assume they're all out at the Super Bowl. Who are some of the comedians that are going to be part of our Super Bowl spectacular that we can't call Super Bowl? Gonna have. Go ahead. Gonna. <laughs> Colin Quinn. Sweet. Artie Lang. Ari Shafir. Dozens of comedians are calling. Are, have, I, think uh, I said, who are they? Robert Kelly, Judah Friedlander, Jim Florentine, Joe Coy. Now, uh, let me ask you this. How come this place doesn't have voicemail? I should be able to call an agency at 3 o'clock in the morning and at least get a voicemail. If, they're an, uh, if they represent athletes, you gay think... Gay athletes. Gay athletes. You think they want to get... athletes. You think they want to get any opportunities called to them to at least put on a, as a message, a message answering service, dude. Well, who's your favorite all-time gay athlete? Oh, man, Tony Romo. It's, it's his fucking racist. <laughs> That's using gay as a slur, right, Fez? Yeah. It's, he doesn't like Tony Romo, so therefore Tony <laughs> Romo must be gay. I was always told Troy Aikman was gay, but that might be where I came from. We're told every cowboy is gay. <laughs> we were told. No, I was never, I was yeah. never told that uh, Michael Irvin or Emmett Smith or anyone was Those gay. two are on the fucking DL, dude. Probably. I know that for a fact. Tom Landry, In that gay. White House, right? Um, Jerry yeah. Jones, gay. Well, you got to blow Jerry Jones even to get on that team. <laughs> uh, here's uh, Chat. You're on the Run of Fest show. 
I know what's going on out there that agency, Ronnie. Shame. I got a hold of them just a little while ago. Um, and them ball players giving it to his agent in the ass, and the All secretary's right. cheering them on. See that? Yeah, that's the kind of prejudice. Perfect voice for it, though. Fez, my favorite <laughs> uh, gathlete, gay athlete? Yeah. Greg Luganis. Ooh. He's a great gay athlete. And the U.S. soccer team. I love them. I Girls. Know. All right. The women. Okay. Jason Collins. CK? Do I have that name wrong? No, it was a guy, right? I think that was the gay guy who fucking lied to the New York Times about writing articles. Who's your favorite gay athlete, Fess? Michael Sam. Who's your favorite gay athlete who made it to the pro position? Not your favorite college athlete. Um, you don't know any. You don't now know I can't think of his name. There's a rugby player. Oh, God. Now you're as bad as... Let me guess. Romo? Is that it? <laughs> uh, Matt, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Yeah, hey, Fez, I have a question. I've been on a hunger strike since breakfast, but it's getting to be lunchtime, and I'm getting kind of hungry. Is it okay for me to go off of it? You have my dispensation. Okay. Well, we put it up for a vote here, Fez. I sure wanted you to come. Jay wanted you to come. The other two that you work with every day that know you best, that should be here for you, mm -hmm. they worked against you. Can you put it up for, to more people? I don't want to think that Fez is going to be home not watching the Super Bowl. Why? I'd have him over my house for lasagna, but I'll be hanging out with Limp Bizkit on a cruise ship. You guys will be listening on the Ship to Shore radio. <laughs> hey, everybody, do you hear this? <laughs> Seattle just went ahead. <laughs> He's at the 10, the 20, back to the 15, back to the 20, and then somehow has leaped back to the 12. <laughs> We're all merchant marines huddled yeah. around the little radio. Lewis just knocked out Max Smelling. <laughs> um, and you'll be watching it with your Brooklyn friends. Yeah, BK all day. Can I ask you a favor? Yeah. Can you bring Shelby? I, I offered, I invited him to a Super Bowl party last year, and he blew me off. That is, there will Whoa. be no second invite. Really? Yeah. You bring your chick? No, she she doesn't want. She She probably. She's working on Super Bowl Sunday. Look, wow. I went to a thing before. If he brings his chick, instead of watching a game, he just gives her a hickey all night. Ow! Really? <laughs> you guys just corner make out yeah, and be the weirdos? They're just constantly Watch giving us. each other's hickeys. And then he wears his shirt wide open. And there's this hickey chain. That comes Check it down. out, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> he says like this, oh, I got thrown out of history class. <laughs> I don't Chris, know is, Chris is fingering his chick over by the bread bowl. <laughs> but no, no, nothing for Shelby. I, I invite him to hang out. Uh, to stay, stay with my, me in the hotel room on fucking Monday. I know. Blew me off again. I, I invited Chris to 75 comedy shows. He's never come to one. Why don't you ever go see him, man? I am. He's a bad friend. I'm just <laughs> saying that. Here I would come to all his events he invites me to. However, I've never been invited to anything. I would love to come to one of your podcasts. You do how many now? Well, I tell Chris all the time to let you know the date, and he says he'll get back to me, and he doesn't. Is that right, Chris? Bullshit. <laughs> Lies. Out of Big J. Okerson. It's not true. I'm going to text Michael Sam's agent right now and get him to support what I just said. I'm to a couple podcasts. <laughs> I've been invited to a couple, and I'm ready to start doing them. Uh, the, the Sellers, Anthony's, and that's it. That's the only invites I have right now. Uh, Anthony's. Oh, and all my listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, uh, 
Anthony came to the Legion of Skanks, loved it. Really uh, sang its uh, sang its praises the next day. It was pretty cool. But you know, he did do fifteen podcasts that week. I didn't know it was podcast week for him. <laughs> However, he did say uh, he did point out uh, very specifically ours as one he liked a lot. You know what? The, the world has gotten so crazy. A lot of guys would like take West Coast tours and do all the podcasts. Podcasts, yeah, that's what he did. As, as if. Uh, it's like when people used to go out and do a bunch of TV shows. It's a pod tour. You're like, oh my God, is he on every podcast? The reach of some of them is pretty amazing, man. That uh, Rogan one is just... Yeah, Chet Hanks went on there and he's got everybody fucking talking about him now. Chet Hayes? Yeah. <laughs> he's up to his number eight on uh, Beautiful Music. Oh, God, he's good. This is another song? He's got a, he's got a million of them. Oh, crank it. You know what? I'm just as sure of my time I've been turned. Give me three copies of that album. I don't know how to say this, but I think Tom Cruise is his dad. <laughs> I'd look into this if I was Tom Spanks. <laughs> He thinks a funny business went on. Yeah. This apple did fall far from the tree. Chet Hayes. My new album's called Hanks for Nothing. <laughs> you know, when, when you brought up the Rogan podcast, everyone talks about that now. But it used to be the Marin podcast everybody talked about. Still, but still. It's still being talked about, too. Yeah, sure. I just know everybody who comes in here. Oh, Rogan. Just other ones have. Well, Rogan is very. Tied into uh, your guys' fans, O and A's fan, you know, so that whole thing. So they kind of have the same. It's I all see. the same kind of dwellers, guys, you know? guys, yeah. dudes, guy talk. That's why they love Fed. Plug away there, big cat. Big J's going to be at Crackers Comedy Club in Indianapolis uh, tomorrow. Uh, that's Thursday, starting then through Saturday, January 31st. CrackersComedy.com for tickets and more information. If, if uh, you don't go to Ron's house for a Super Bowl, will you watch it at home? No. Why don't you and Shelby go out? Oh, I'm not going anywhere. He voted against me. I'm not hanging out with him. Well, maybe it's because he wanted to watch it he with you. He doesn't want any help. He doesn't want anyone around him. Shelby, where are you going for the Super Bowl? I was uh, probably going to head out to a bar to see what's going on. With friends? Uh, no. Not. I didn't plan on that. Do you have any friends, Shelby? None that I watch football with. Some that I... Blow. That's what it came off sounding like. None that I watch football with. I'm friends with a lot of theater geeks. Oh, and then there's my mountain climbing crew. You can't watch football with balls in your eyes. Full oh, circle. Jesus. Full I circle. Oh, That's Full the name circle. of his new special. These are all logistical jokes, everyone. A 69 would put balls in your eyes. I love it. Gay 69. That's just how that would work out. I would demonstrate right now, but not in a gay way. But you could put your balls in my eyes. No one ever, even with balls in your eyes, you wouldn't come off as gay. I'm telling you that right now. You'd be surprised. I don't know. I'd like to see it. it I'll really, to believe it. It really changes the face. It's like if, facial hair, balls in the eyes. If, um, a person. If someone told me you were gay, and I would go, 
I don't think so. And they go, didn't you see him with nuts in his eyes? I go, still. I still don't think he is. Really? Yeah. What would you have to see? <laughs> I'd have to see you get rid of the fingerless gloves. The Maybe it's keeping my hands warm, the whack-off dudes. <laughs> I just don't see it. Am I... Guys, you've judged. been to gay bars before. Have you seen the fingers gloves? No, never. But you've definitely seen guys who look like me. I've seen guys that look like yeah. you, but... Not act like you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys uh, have never seen me at a bar. Sam, I dance a lot. South Carolina. <laughs> do a lot of dancing. <laughs> Sam. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Well, I have a compromise. Seeing how... Um, Fez was not gay, and now he's gay. I say you should invite him, but he has to just close his gay eye. Mm, that doesn't make sense, but, you know, I'm not from down south. Expose what? Just let it go. You know okay. I mean? Some bits don't work. <laughs> I'll take your word I mean, this guy it. came in, he wanted to do well, he wanted to solid crack up and start high-fiving. It just didn't work for him. It happens. Fair. Why don't you go to that bar with Shelby? I'm not going anywhere with Shelby. I'll tell you this. If you go to the bar with Shelby for the first half and you call me during Katy Perry, if I feel like you've learned, then I'll, I'll open the door for you for the second half. <laughs> Do that. I think that's fair. But it'll take me a while to get over there. Uber it. Uh, Steve, Tampa, you're on the run of face show. Hey, Ron, man, hey, listen, I had to double-check. I, I don't trust Shelby, sorry-ass, man. And I, I looked up, I Googled the Empire uh, athletes, or, you know, athletes, and uh, yeah. I called the number, man, and it, it went to a voicemail. Some guy named Cameron for Empire uh, athletes. And it's, it's the only number they give under the contacts on their website. So I don't, I don't know what fucking number he's calling. Conspiracy. Chris, why don't you go over, get on the balls of your Ooh. feet, move... And check to see if your guy's fucking pulling us off. I'm going to call the number. No shit. Look I would have been on first. that for don't, a while. Don't call the number he's been using, because it's obviously a fake. Hey, easy. you got to spend the first half with him. <laughs> David in Connecticut. Why have it weird? David. This fucking line, too, is disastrous today. Disastrous. I'm looking over at, uh, I swear to God, I can't take my eye off Shade 45 because I'm just hoping to see the Chet Hayes go walking by. I think he's done there. You don't think he'll ever be back? I don't. I think that was a really bad appearance for him. <laughs> Too bad. It probably keeps us from doing the town hall with uh, Tom Hanks. Or even meeting Rita Wilson. What yeah, you mean I mean, you'd have to bring it up. What do you mean even meeting her? I mean, we we probably won't get his parents in here at all in the building oh. for anything. I want, yeah, I want, well, has Tom Hanks ever been here? I know that he came to that uh, show that we did, the Springsteen show, but he's a giant Springsteen fan. He's, he's never been in studio, guys. though. Okay. I don't know if he's ever done anything up here before. I don't remember him ever being in the building. He was, Chet was probably like, you know, just a reconnaissance thing. See how it is. 
I wonder how I don't tight think he they depends are. on Chet that much. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be able to say, Chet, I want you to go over and check that place out. Whatever you tell me. What's I'll the other leave. kid done? Right? Fargo, right? He was in that Fargo He's, show. The other kid's amazing. He's really like young Tom Hanks. He's a Orange really good Orange County. He was on Dexter for a while. Yeah. You know your shit about the Hanks family. Uh, it's, well, I have inside track on very few things, and the goings on in the Hanks household is one of them. Look, a lot of people are impressed of your that saying that you went to the College of Musical Knowledge. That's great for you. <laughs> I kind of came up with Chet Hayes facts. Yeah. Put it on hold, and then we can hear it in here, Chris. This is exciting. Yeah. Me and Fez are about to be vindicated. Looks like there's no voicemail. Shelby leaves a rock star. You leave a voicemail? Cameron White with Empire Athletes. Sorry, I'm unavailable to take your call. You have to pull that down because... Um, put, put it up now. At 424. <laughs> Thanks. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, hey Cameron, this is uh, Ron and Fez from the Ron and Fez Show on Sirius XM Radio. If you get a chance, could you or Michael Sam give us a call? Uh, Fez Watley needs to talk to you. Thanks. See, it does exist. Shelby was uh, faking the whole thing that it never answered. He called it nine times. He never got that voicemail. He should not be allowed to watch the Super Bowl. I should be at your house. Why are you yelling at me? Why? Well, you know, you could have just stated that. You didn't have to angry. You have to be angry about it. Shelby, come in here where we can fucking see into your rat eyes. Everyone, <laughs> everyone turned on Fez except me, yeah. and now he's, that's why he's wound up. I know. You saw Bully. You've brought it up plenty of times. I did. I don't like seeing what's happening you're here. You're better than us. I have egg on my face. <laughs> Shelby, how come we, dialing once... Can get the number and you can after all day. They must have been on like some like a breakfast run, maybe a brunch, because I was in there dialing and dialing, and I just got you, you were dialing the weren't. wrong number. We can see the phone monitor in here. You never picked up the phone other than the first time you did it and called the wrong number. Yeah, I, I called them over and over. Then they were not answering. I gave the, the Chris gave me the number. I didn't look up the number. You're not going to the bar on Sunday. You don't get to see. <laughs> no, I, you're done. They were having peanuts there. Penis? That's none of my business, son. You go enjoy yourself. Um, I don't see how a voicemail went on a breakfast run. That's the part <laughs> yeah. of the story that I don't get. And Chris, yes, voicemail guys getting. You are the executive producer of this show, right? Yes, I am. You have to take. Res- you have to do the same thing that I did, where I'm like. All right, this kid isn't coming through. What's the situation? But you're flat-footed with him. I know. I'm not, I wasn't uh, on his ass hard enough. You and me and Don are having a meeting today. Okay. Whether you are fit to be executive producer of this show. Oh, Jesus. The barbecue sauce guy? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Don Wicky Wicklin, the barbecue sauce yes, guy? Yes, the barbecue sauce. Oh, the barbecue sauce magnate? I love that barbecue sauce. <laughs> By the way, yes. Big J's joke will be held against you. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. It was just dang on there, though. Low-hanging fruit. 
Ah, still waiting for that Big Mike Sam call back. I hope it happens. Still got another two days, right? Yeah. They're coming. Probably should have left a number. <laughs> you know what? I bet if I come up with 350 bucks, I could have them watch the Super Bowl with me. <laughs> Appearance fee is 75 So none of this comes through for you, Fez. None of it helps. Not one part of this. Yeah, the number exists. There's a voicemail. It's not like I made up this agency. Now it's what? It's all real. Now we're in a real catch-22 for the Super Bowl. I don't know. We found a number on a website. We called it and got a voicemail. And for that, you feel vindicated? Absolutely. I, I really find a hard time believing this. You would be the worst lawyer ever. We are the champions that's playing in my head right now. I feel like we've won. I think we, me and Fez won today. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I know my client has been accused of a drunk hit-and-run but is he not wearing shoes? <laughs> I arrest my case. Oh, one more thing. There's laces on those shoes. So find him innocent. Oh, and this is a water pick. None of your logic works. Shelby, once could I just be like, hey, Shelby took care of that thing. What's the last thing you did that we should be proud of? I booked some uh, great guests last week. Rebooked. Uh, Rebooked. One was new. By the way, you're not supposed to book guests. No one asked you to. You're supposed to be Load Boy. And who's Load Boy now? I'm Load Boy. I, I handle all the loads. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Who's got a load for me? <laughs> Well, Fez. Chris well. Loadboy stands. <laughs> yes. That's me. I'm the Loadboy. Get the Loadboy in here. I'm ready to pop. The, right away. Get the Loadboy. What do you? What does Shelby do when you're Loadboy? I think he's looking up stuff on the internet. I see. Hey. Him, see him I know he's not crap. learning to load because he's not there when Chris does it. He's got to work up a load for Chris oh, the Loadboy to handle. Right, this is getting kind of gay now. So? Kind of. <laughs> Scott, Indiana. Yeah, Fez, dude, this is totally on you. You should have been the one trying to freaking get this done. Not Shelby. Not He's Chris. Right. I don't know right uh, Shelby has yeah. to have the booth. This caller is smart. You ain't got a phone? You ain't got nothing to back nothing up? Not in if the I studio. Would a liar, I would be doing whatever I could to try to prove my point. That's and true. never mind all that. You already made the oath, dude. You don't get to go. You don't deserve it. Not up to you, is it? It's up to Michael Sam. And he said yes. It isn't up to Michael Sam. Nothing is up to Michael Sam. He's been pardoned by Michael Sam. That doesn't make sense. This had nothing to do with Michael Sam at all. It had to do with you and your oath. Uh, David, in Connecticut. Hey, am I on? Yeah. Oh, I got disconnected earlier. Sorry. So, oh. so what is it? Hey, what do you need? I just want to... Oh, jeez, there he goes again. <laughs> Problem oh, there. It's driving me crazy. I reached out to Michael Jackson's people to see if I could take children to a carnival again. <laughs> Strange children who I don't know. What'd they say? They said it was okay. Okay, good. They said, have a great time this year. I talked to Humphrey Bogart's people, and he said <laughs> I could have this sandwich. <laughs> That's the kind of thing insane people do. 
I talked to a famous person. He said I could take this chair. I'll, I'm going to believe Fez until there's a call that says this never happened. Whether it happened or not has nothing to do with this. That's the thing that Fez does. First of all, Fez did not bet against anyone else. He made a, a self-oath. None of us said, Fez, we want you to not watch. Sure. But, you know, but he wanted a blessing from yeah. the person he was like sticking up for. We thought he was sticking up for it at the moment. Oh, he was sticking up for I guess. Then he should be able to watch that game with Michael Sam. Well, he's not available. But he I don't know where him and his fiance are watching. His fiance. I thought he was with a dude. He is. They're well, engaged. It's probably gonna be, it's probably going to be hard to watch, though. You know. How are they going to do that? <laughs> engaged? How? Which one's the girl? <laughs> is that bad when someone says that? Yes. Which one of you is the girl? Yes. Okay. That's this, bad. This is why I like learning all this stuff. I hope it's Michael Sam because that white fella is tiny. Yeah. Yeah. To him. Michael Sam does have a big dick, but... Yeah, he's going to have a shitter split up in like a stargazer, Lily. Okay. Say. Facts. Facts. No one talks about your shitter. I wish they would more. <laughs> I put it out there a lot. Yeah. I throw a lot of lobs waiting for you to talk about my shitter. I feel like no one ever takes the bait. No one to go with it. <laughs> Shelby, what, what grade would you give yourself today? I give myself a B minus. Oh, yeah. what you take points off for? Uh, just not not getting that voicemail up. <laughs> Shelby just dialed in the name Michael Sam. One eight hundred Michael Sam, and it didn't work. <laughs> I'm going to give you an A because you got us to all call Chris Load Boy, which makes me so happy. That's Weird thing, Chris called himself that. <laughs> yeah, I have to take ownership of being a Load Boy. Okay. <laughs> But it was a series of events involving Shelby that got us to this point where you have become a load boy, which yeah, is Shelby exciting. Shelby made me become a load boy. I'm fine I, with that. I call him late at night. Hey, Chrissy, I got a job for the load boy. <laughs> Where's the load at, Ron? There's a couple of fellas over here like to meet you, load boy. No problems, too. I'll consider it done. I'll send an Uber for you. <laughs> I'll double team him all night. Jesus. It's the bluntness that stops yeah. it from being funny. You got rid of your double entendres. Yeah. Wait, what? It was supposed to be that. He was like, oh, well, have a put their penises in my asshole, right? Get it? <laughs> oh, load boy, will you ever learn? <laughs> load boy. Load boy. Chris is such a load boy. Watch him drink that load boy. Well, I think we got to wrap this one up. It's good to see you, man. I, the weird thing is I had a dream that you were on a ship that sunk, but... <laughs> get really? That out of, yeah. I'll have to I think had a about dream that, that you were on a plane that crashed into a ship and then the ship sunk. I'm on a lot of planes and ships coming up, yeah. so let's just hope that was a dream, huh? You don't have any history of premonitions, do you? Well, 9-11. <laughs> That's all. Really? Yeah. See Big J. Okerson? Uh, why do you think all those people got out of the building and were safe? <laughs> Holy shit. You can see Big J this weekend before he sets sail in Indianapolis at Crackers Comedy Club starting tomorrow night through Saturday the 31st. CrackersComedy.com for tickets and more information at Big J. Okerson on the Twitter. Up on the Interbang today, the Interbang on Broadway with Larry David. The Interbang on Broadway with Larry David. Who saw that coming? Load Boy? 
<laughs> I think it's not. A new feature, Ask the Load Boy. <laughs> I'm so excited. I've got to handle some loads right now. All right. Fez, dual question for Ask the Load Boy. Um, load Boy, yes. what are you loading tonight? <laughs> Can't ask questions of Load Boy with all that load he's handling. Heavy load tonight on Load Boy. <laughs> you wouldn't believe. Load boy, can I give you a ride home? Or does the load boy just stay load wolf out there? I'm juggling a lot of loads right uh, now. I'm sad. seriously though. You just said you're gargling a lot of loads, and you act like you're jerking in your own mouth. I'm blowing load bubbles over two here. Two on the nose, dude. Two on the nose. I'm taking a lot of dick in my mouth and one in my ass. You know what I mean, load boy? <laughs> the way load boy often would do. <laughs> I can't get enough jizz. I'm load boy. Well, Fez, I'm sorry, but you will not be coming to my house for Super Bowl. You can't go by the vote. We found out it was tainted. You have to wait until we hear back from this agent. Well, why don't we do this? Let's. I'm doing Opie's show tomorrow. Why don't we just let him say no? <laughs> Seems like a tainted... Uh... We don't know that he will. So you're willing to do it? No, he will. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Um, hey, John in Jersey, you're on the Ronnie Fez Show. Hey, Ronnie, earlier uh, Chris mentioned that he had egg on his face. Did we check? Is it egg or is it actually cum for all that dicky stuff? Let's see. That's a little too blunt. Uh, that's the end of my show. Dog. Listening to the Ron and Fez show. It's now over, but don't worry, you can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash on demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash on demand.